back, everybody. Hey, guys. Episode, lucky episode number 13. One, three. That was not Sam Cooke that was just playing right now. And since people believe in super stupid superstitions, superstitions. you know, you won't have uh, a 13th uh, floor on that building because... Something bad might happen. Yes. People believe in stupid shit, George, and that's why we bring up Tool. Yeah. Should we just skip this episode altogether because it might be a bad luck episode? We think bad shit might happen during this episode. We're attempting to do Tool. We were actually kind of nervous about it. Yeah. Uh, just so as a disclaimer for everybody, uh, yeah, we know Tool. It's discussed about all the time. Enema. We got it. It's a difficult multi-fucking there's dimensions upon dimensions there's universes outside of universes George (laughs) there's stuff that's not there that you think is there that might be there we get it we understand and and not undermining it we're huge fucking fans of this but but we we understand what we're doing here and 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 the layman's that we are here yes in trying to break apart tools and uh Tools, 1996, <laughs> second studio, but third, they had an EP, and yeah. then this is their second official studio. Yes. Enema. 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 Enema? A-E-N-I-M-A. But it's that weird A-E thing. Yeah, it's an A and E that are fucking each other. Yeah. Turn into one. Ooh, boy. Um... They're a pretty good band, George. They're good, and you—the song that we came in, uh, came in with—you might call us hacks for going in with that. Yep. Oh, are you gonna go pop with song. that song? The big pop song. Yeah. <laughs> the radio darling, uh, forty-six and twelve. Two. Uh, I know. Nice. I already got mad. See, I'm one of those fans. I'm Motherfucker, already, it's yeah. called twelve. Say two, twelve two. again. Say twelve again. <laughs> Don't even fucking joke about Tool, guy. Um, All right. Yeah, they're like. Uh, there's bands that... They're the greatest band that's ever been known <laughs> since Bach. <laughs> Bach. <laughs> Johann Sebastian Tool. Um, yeah, Tool hits a... a primal? A very primal, but tribal as well. Um, if you look at... If you Google Tool and try to, like, get into them, the fan pages upon fan pages that... Regular people aren't even allowed into. Yeah, you just they sign only up. had fucking five albums. In well, '92 was their first album. Yeah. But let's even say they were before that. But let's say from their first album. Yes. So that's let me do my math quick. Twenty-six years, George. Twenty-five years. Something like that. So just as far as album releases, twenty-five years. Let's do the math, everyone, because they're a very mathematical band. Mm-hmm. Five releases. Yes. Every five years, but that even that's not true. They were more prolific at the beginning. Sure. And now it, we're on 2016. The last album was 2006. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Ten with they uh, ten years ago. Ten thousand days. Maybe they won't release. What's ten thousand days in years? Twenty-seven years. Something like that. So no. in 2026. George, how do you not know what ten thousand days is about? <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. I know. I'm kidding too. Why are you being so mad at me, Charlie? We're just joking about Tool. Um, ten thousand days is about his mother when she got his her disease. Oh. Anyways. Get over it, Maynard. Just kidding, guys. Have um, fun. <laughs> we, uh, yes. So, like you said, this is the third we've heard from Tool. Uh, the second official record. The first uh, official one. Opiate. Opiate. Um, Half Live. Yes. 
and then they did Undertow. Just to get that out of the way, we, we'll get into uh, we'll get into their uh, in, into their history here. Yeah. But uh, we are doing. If you listen to the if you listen to the um, Deftones White Pony record, thank you for that. Or uh, podcast, thank you for that. But we're doing these in conjunction because you'll you'll see different themes come across, yeah. and and we did we'll probably do with the, on the Deftones. We'll re- allude to Tool more than we did more than will allude Tool to Deftones, just because Tool is at this godlike uh, yeah. status in a lot of ways, and and well deserved as far as I'm as I'm concerned. I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself a Tool diehard. You know, I don't have any Tool tattoos or anything like that. <clears throat> but um, even if you are diehard, if you have a tattoo of a band, I'm not gonna finish my sentence. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Enjoy. Hope, hope you uh, hey, don't regret enjoy that. Enjoy your uh, life. <laughs> okay. So, all right. How do you want to start talking about Tool? I have no idea, George. Tool, tool is spelled T O L L. Okay. The um, the members at this time are vocalist Maynard James Keenan, also referred to as MJK, drummer. Danny Carey, bassist, uh, Justin Chancellor. A little switch here, though. Yes. He wasn't on the first two albums. Nope. This is his. This is his first one. This is his, what a what a debut for coming onto a band. Yeah. When they're about to write their another one of their masterpieces, mm-hmm. but the one that a lot of people point in as to the masterpiece. Sure. Of, some people like Lateralis for yeah. more spirituality, uplifting. Yeah. This is going into the depths of hell in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's, uh, it's sort of the yin to yeah. It's the it spirituality, is. but the yin of the this is the dark. This is the black part of, of the yin yang of lateralis. Um, of lateralis, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Justin Chancellor jumps on. Sure. Um, yeah. But he didn't write. Um, Paul D'Amour was the bassist uh, for the first two albums, and he actually <laughs> co-wrote, and he's credited. For writing in most of the quote big songs on this album, the, the radio ones or you know the ones that everyone knows, yeah. he uh, co-wrote them. So it's not that he was out and then they had Justin Chancellor come in and, and write new new songs, but he definitely puts his own little flavor on the songs, uh, re-records them. But it, it, Paul Diamore should get as much credit as everyone else because he's on these big epic songs. Uh, so okay. Anyways, so we got him. Who else? We got we got Adam Jones, mm-hmm. and that that's the the lineup. Adam Jones is on guitar. Uh, a, a great thing about Tool is they are very self sufficient, as in everything's done in house. Yeah. Their videos, artwork, artwork, or, or they have friends help them yeah. out. But there's not everything. What you see is what you get. Is all from them. And and everything's meticulously. Put out. Yeah. Everything's everything's to a T. Nothing's left to chance. Yeah. Everything is done in a very, um, in a very mathematically meticulous. Yeah. Matter. Yeah. Um, and you have Adam Jones uh, and Paul D. Moore who originally came out to L. A. to work in movies, 
Um, and Adam Jones works with special effects as far as makeup and design. And you'll, if you've ever seen a tool video, that's all him. He has helped with Alex Gray, uh, psychedelic artists, uh, mm-hmm. who did the covers for Lateralis yeah. and 10,000 Days. Um, so he's a huge part of the whole um, kind of artwork. And yeah, definitely check out Alex Gray's artwork. It, it's I'm sure even if you've never heard a Tool song in your life, you've seen Alex uh, Alex Gray's artwork. It's just third eye, very you know DMT sort of artwork. And and Tool, they kind of have a well, not not in not like Radiohead with like Stanley Donwood in a way, but. With Alex Gray, they have that same relationship in, all right, here's, they love, they like each other, they're a fan of each other's work. Yeah. Um, and, and remember, Alex Gray, we, we, we get so lost in the Tool universe. Alex Gray kind of came on more after this. Yeah. Um, and as, go, as far as going to you on the DMT, a lot of those are directly from DMT trips. Yes. Drawn out. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know, we don't know the whole history of it, and Tool is pretty good about keeping, well, not pretty good, they're great about being kind of a mystery band. Even though they're out there, you can hear uh, Maynard on tons of interviews. Um, they were originally working with Cam DeLeon, especially for Enema. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the big artist on this. And then, if, if you read a little more into it, there was, you know, once they blew up and money started coming in, they were sued by him because he didn't feel like he was getting enough money, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to get into the whole court. Yeah, he's the guy who designed that. Like, if you know, they have, like, that wrench that says tool on the wrench yep. and it looks like a dick. Yep. Uh, just a monkey wrench. Yep. And it says tool on, the, on it. That was his uh, Cam, Cam de Leon, his... His artwork. Yeah, and then, and then so he did that. He's so he's he was kind of the Stanley for the the beginning part of them until they had a falling out. Yeah, uh, they don't get into it because I don't think they want to do that. There's no need for all that. Even though I think the song with the pot is about him. If you listen to it, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, there's uh, a, there's uh, and you're gonna talk about stuff like that. You're gonna eventually talk shit about it. Like a, yeah. you're gonna throw sandbag or throw someone under the bus. But, you know, people diverge. But nonetheless, that has really nothing to do with him. This, I mean, this this record is a... This record kind of cements Tool as prog rock gods. Yeah. It, every All of their... Everything comes together in, 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 in Enema. Yeah. They got the... Uh... If you try to describe them, and then, and this is kind of how they are. It's not like I'm coming up this off the top of my head, but they got the they're no doubt a huge influence is King Crimson, and they had them open up for them on a 2001 tour. They've had them play before. Mm-hmm. Very prog rock, uh, um, great instrumental band with singing on top of it. So they got that aspect, a little psychedelic. Then they got the Rush kind of amazing drummer yeah. part to it. They got the heavy metal just metal parts of them and then they got the pink pink floyd psychedelic aspect yeah. of them too so if you put all that they all fuck each other in a room maybe you'll get a tool mm-hmm. um but and then again maybe you'll get a, a radio head or maybe you'll true. get like feel like i always and not and not to purposely connect tool and Radiohead together because that's that's almost talking shit about tool and in, in comparing the two but i always feel like they're fucked up stepbrothers or, or they're fucked up fraternal twins to each other you yeah. know or Radiohead takes one way and and, and and Tool goes another way but yeah. there's still there's still a a common 
lineage, lineage between the two. And they're they're not afraid to jump into darkness to find beauty in there, mm-hmm. or to get it out there, not for sake of just being dark, but uh, and we'll, we'll kind of get into what this album is about is about rebirth. Yes, is to actually change. You need to deal with the darkness too. And if you go to therapy or anything like that, that's all what it's all about. You can't just say everything's okay. You know, when, when you ask someone, how's everything doing? They say, good. That's, of course, really, the answer. Yeah. yeah. But of course, they don't want to give you the deep, dark uh, parts of it. And the, the part with Tool, some of their, they had a song Prison Sex on the album before, which is about childhood sex abuse. Mm-hmm. That was their one of their hit jingles, as I like to joke about, yeah. <laughs> on the radio. One of their pop tunes. Um, and a lot of it was edited out. In the video or, or lyrics write it out because it's not safe but yeah. meanwhile and what they do a good job of is showing the hypocrisy hypocrisy of our our media sure. and just our where we have bitches and hoes and sex and money that's all good yeah. violence but if we talk about anything that's actually happening you know childhood abuse uh, that's a little weird just make these people happy mm-hmm. they and maybe they don't want to think about it that's what entertainment's for fuck that yeah, and that and that's one thing I love and respect about Tool is they've fought for they have always fought for um, for I guess the First Amendment, you know, yeah. and, and just like freedom of speech. And we're we're not saying like kill the fucking Pope or or like let's molest kids. It's like no, that this is real shit that's actually happening and they're not like a political band in that way like Rage Against the Machine or they Rage Against the Machine Rage Against Your Mind <laughs> sure Rage Against Your Own Thought Process yeah and and yeah and they've always they've had their lawsuits and their you know their fuck you to censorship and and it seems to be gone in a, in a big in a maybe you're not gone but it's in a different way but in the late 90s and early 2000s, there was, like, people... Remember when people used to, like, picket music? Uh, it was adorable, yeah. Like, Eminem, Tool... That uh, was that was the, the, the final... Like, the death rattle of... of, of death uh, rattle. Uh, yeah. Sure. And, and, and I just... I remember that being a thing. Like, Eminem, or... Again, Tool, like, they... People used to... Parental advisory and and uh, well in the early nineties, issues. It and was all brought that up stuff. with Congress and stuff. Should we yeah. even have this? You know, two live crew and shit yeah. like that. And and these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and in that, I mean, probably because of the internet. But you know, a band like Tool, they they deserve a lot of respect for their for their their fight in in getting shit out there, getting yeah. getting honesty and truth in music and in arts in yeah. general. And and kind of uh, another great thing is it's. They're showing that you can... The weird thing with Enema is, as much as of a dark and serious quote, these are all quotes, album as it is, it's actually one of the funniest albums. Yes. Even the name Enema, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. the songs in it, which we're listening to now, this German song we'll get into, there's so many inside jokes and hilarious, not like ha-ha, but when you think about it, you're like, that's fucking... This is what they did? Yeah, this yeah. is amazingly yeah. funny. Yeah. They're always kind of joking about Maynard... Uh, started off more in comedy not as a comedian but as a what he's doing now is Pussifer as mm-hmm. this joke band he, yeah. he's always pushing the lines between am I being serious am I joking around if yeah got- and it definitely definite love for, for the comedian and oh, we mentioned huge. it before the symbiotic relationship between comics and, yes. and music he was in Mr. Show yeah and and this yeah Mr. Show if anybody hasn't heard that's uh, Dave Odenkirk or, or sorry Bob Odenkirk and um, and Dave Cross. 
Dave Odenkirk is one of them. I, I should have stopped at Dave Odenkirk. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Dave Cross, uh, their show, and yeah, he was in that. But this, another great thing about this is this album is dedicated to Bill Hicks, yeah. who died a couple years or, you know, recently. 94, two years yeah. before. So two years before this actually, record came out. They took him on tour. He yeah. would be the opening band yeah. for he, Tool. Yeah, he was opening for Tool. Which must be brutal. I can't imagine. Uh, it is Bill Hicks, and Bill Hicks yeah. is probably like, I if, don't give a fuck about it. No, anything. if there's anyone to do it, I could see it, but being like, no instruments, and then a ridiculously heavy band comes out after, which people want to see. At the end of the day, people were expecting that, and they're like, this guy's going to talk for a couple yeah. of hours, or a couple hours of while, whatever, half hour. An hour? But, um, it, yeah, Bill Hicks, and we have him on our introduction uh, song, our intro song, which is a banger in itself. Um, I, I feel... Bill Hicks deserves his own credit without Tool, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I definitely think Tool helped him. Enema is one of the all-time greatest hard hard metal albums ever. Yeah, I I know about Bill Hicks because of this. Yeah, this album in particular. It introduced a lot of us. We didn't. '96 is only 20 years ago, but it was so much fucking different of a world. There was no. Well, there was the beginning sputter of the internet if you weren't in the if you weren't in the industry of of of, or or a huge fan of comedy you might have not even comedy just internet yeah uh, of entertainment yeah or just there was no way to know no way you would know about bill hicks yeah unless you're older actively sought or actively sought it out yeah but if you're a fourth i was 16 15 that that was not known um so you know this is the album is actually dedicated to him and some of his philosophies We've talked about Bill Hicks before. Of course, we're going to talk about him because we have him in our He's already in our song. theme song. We're very tool in that way. And uh, we are. We're and, the tool of podcasts. And we can talk about his comedy and maybe somehow it's, it's dated. But at the end of the day, what tool does and what he did is he changed the whole kind of discussion. Without Bill Hicks, as far as you want to take jokes and all that, the way that he was like, guys, talk about anything. Let's talk. Let's stop just mm-hmm. talking about. You can still talk about how you fart in bed with your wife. Yeah. But let's also just talk about government, blah, blah, blah. And maybe that, and then people are just like, when bands try to copy Nirvana, it's like, oh, this is watered down and gross, just like those watered down and gross comedians that yeah. try to be Bill Hicks. But still, it doesn't matter about that. It's the man himself pushing it forward. Mm-hmm. And I think they got inspiration from that to kind of p- do this album. Yeah, totally. I mean, the 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 relationship between Bill Hicks and, and, and Tool in this album are, they're, they're there. They're, well, they're totally there. And, and it's kind of, it's... It's a beautiful thing, and we mentioned before the the connection between comedians and, and musicians. Yeah, and you know one of the, one of the greats as far as comedians is concerned. Yeah, in and the connection with one of the bands. Yeah, uh, one of the great bands. And, and, I mean, and they're not even and just they they actually and we'll talk about it later. They they take two of his bits, uh, one good drugstore in the war on drugs, uh, to Possibly. throw into one of their songs. But if you, let's go into the actual cover. We kind of talked about how they had issues um, with the original artist, but still. Leon? Yes. He, um, for, for this particular album, he did the smoke box. So if you look at the cover, and this is when, again, when people bought CDs. So you got the smoke box, which is like the TV with the little spiral arms coming out. And mm-hmm. you got these trippy eyes kind of floating all in the outside. That's uh, Cam De-, De Leon. It's called the Smoke Box. Um, when you bought the CD, it had this uh, what's it? Lenticular jewel case, sequen- uh, sequential animation. 
So when you you know you just you, you shift it from left to right, it's, it's it moves. Yeah, nowadays it's so retarded, but even then it was like, well, this is kind of cool. Yeah, the eyes are moving all around, bouncing around the the little spirals off of the um, the arm of the TV or the smoke box are moving. You open up the CD and you can do it again inside. Uh, you have an opening sleeve. There's two different other things going. Well, you have a picture when you open it up of Bill Hicks himself, and he's dressed as a doctor. It's in quotes is another dead hero. Mm-hmm. Pretty dark, but yeah. pretty dope. Um, and again, this is only two years out. This isn't. They're not looking up to someone twenty years ago. This is a, a hero that they toured with that just died. And they know, yeah, yeah. And they know that he's gonna leave some kind of mark for yeah. sure. Or you get they can already see the the ripples spreading out. And it has Maynard being like the patient. And he looks demented, and it's almost like Bill Hicks is like giving you like here's some fucking information right to your brain. Let me help you out here. Yeah, and I, I you know, they're <clears throat> passing that on. And then there's a photo of a contortionist, uh, Elena Kane. And when I was I was 16 when this album came out, this this picture fucked me up. Again, it's that moving animation um, when you twist it left and right. But it's a contortionist with his legs behind his head. And it looks like he's blowing himself. Yeah. You know, that's all you, you just see him rocking back and forth. And then you have the the band sitting on a couch and Danny, the drummer, and Maynard are naked. And Maynard's, every time you twist it, Maynard gets up and like throws something. I come to find out it's a rose. He's throwing a rose to him. But again, you're like, what the fuck is going on now? What does this have to do with anything? But yeah. There, there, there's a guy maybe sucking his dick or doing something. And the band's watching them. Half of the guys are naked. <laughs> like, what world? What? You know, I'm just sitting in my little suburban neighborhood. This shit, I don't know. They're making you just wonder, what is this? Are these people, are they in a cult? For the, yeah. Is this an evil band? And yeah. that, this isn't part of the whole joke. And then the one other thing they have, and this goes, alludes to Bill Hicks hugely, um, is they have an image of California. And before and after, when you again move the, the, uh, the CD... It's it's a it shows this California is and it shows it breaking off yeah and going into the ocean mm-hmm. um, which is which is based off of the Arizona, Ari- Arizona Bay bit yep. um, <clears throat> by Hicks um, which is pretty much just California during a huge earthquake just breaks off which I guess there is talk of that eventually happening which just is the fault just, lines and, yeah, and all that stuff it's just natural yeah and it'll come up in uh, it'll come up in in the album as far as that bit. Specifically, title song. yeah, yeah. Um, California washing out into the into the ocean. So again, there you are with just artwork giving you a whole bunch of weird, extra things to look at. Just that no other at that time. I'm sure people will give me examples, but I just remember that being just a nice little inclusion. And everything they don't put any lyrics in the actual album. Mm-hmm. Let I, you figure it out. Let you figure it out. Um, I don't think he wants it to be just obvious. Um, and the, the thing that I really respect about him as, uh, or just them as a band, and I do think the lyrics are important, and I do think him as a frontman, anyone else did this, this tool would not be tool. But he knows that he's just, and we talked about this with Deftones, is he's just an instrument that's riding on the waves of the mm-hmm. music. And without, uh, there's a great quote, I, I should have wrote it down, but... Um, uh, or I, I kind of wrote a, a little brief thing. Uh, music carries all the emotion. Words just define where the emotions are going. 
And he said, you know, if people really liked what I said, then I could go on a speech tour and sell out across the country. Yeah. But I don't. J just do that. Yeah. It's yeah. not. So just stop. Like, I'm just uh, another person behind the music. When they first were touring, he would be the front man that everyone knew, but he would he would wear wigs and dresses and dress all in blue. Um, and then after this album, more 2001, he would start standing next to the drummer in the back, and the, the guitarist and the bassist uh, would be the front man, and there would be no lead singer. A lot of people that are used to concerts, again, this is them, who gives a fuck what you're used to? Changing the paradigm. No, this is what a rock show is. I need the lead singer right there. Drummer to the right. Or, uh, you know, Give lead me... guitarist to the right, drummer over to the left to, toward the back. I feel uncomfortable. In the I feel the uncomfortable. Back. You're not doing how it's rock and roll supposed to be. Yeah. And, and we, then... it's kind of like how we mentioned in the in uh, the Let It Be Beatles episode, where Ringo was the, like the first drummer to go on a, like a raised stage to be to be the the you know to be hot to be up on the, on the drum throne. Yeah. And it's just like whoa, 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 whoa. that's not the way people normally do things at all. And the way why we, are we doing? And it we always way? look at normally as in just our 10, 20 years that we've been alive. Sure. Yeah. Not the whole existence of humanity, and it's just music. Yeah. There is no rules. Just because people have been doing this for just, a little bit. Yeah. Another shift of yeah. guys. It's not about me. I'm not the frontman. I'm not your martyr. I'm not giving a eulogy, which we'll talk about later. I will not die for your sins. Um, so, great album cover. Um, they have problems with the artists later on, but that's at this moment, everything's their their buddies. And that's, Dory. that's that's nice. There's a lot of love going on. Yep. Um, the way this band kind of works, for the most part, it's not that Maynard isn't around and they just write instrumentals and they go, "Hey, here's a fucking song, write lyrics." You know, it's obviously a beautiful band that inputs from everyone but it is very instrumentally driven yeah and it shows and it's yeah and it's a lot of i don't want to name other bands but just that's how they are they're they, it's not that he comes in with a riff it's not like deftones where it's like we got a riff let's just ride that and figure out where we go from here yeah these songs and i'm going to use the word are epic there's some epic long they got a classical element where, to where they bring it up, bring it up, bring it down, bring it down. And not like a loud chorus, mellow verse, loud chorus, but they'll just drift through these different emotions where some people might think it's boring. Yeah, well, it, you, when you say epic, it's like epic in the true sense of the word where it's a story yeah. le leading from, not epic and like, oh, that was mind-blowing, but no. epic in that it's got a narrative in the music. I, we start at the beginning and then we, you know, a, a either we start off heavy. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah. we there's a there's a a shift in in time and and space and and emotion and everything within every song. Yeah. Or maybe every song, you know, some songs more than others, but there's definitely a there's definitely a, a flow it, through every song. And they had that before on Undertow, but this is the. This is a major shift with this album for me. It's just the dynamic of these songs. They again, they're just progressing to the next level. Yeah. Undertow is an amazing album. They got some long songs in there, but it's a little more. I don't know how to name music. Proto punk, whatever the fuck they want to call it. That the the first two albums are a little more in that kind of. I wouldn't say straight up normal rock songs at all, but they they just don't go into the dynamic that they brought into Enema. You hear a couple of those songs in uh, in these, but 
I mean, we're talking about nine to 13 minute songs here for yeah. most of them. I think the shortest official song is five minutes something. Something like that. That's the shortest one. Um, it's 78 minutes. That's they, they made it as long as the CD could hold music. Yeah, so they total, give, it's like 77 minutes. I think it was 80 minutes that a CD could hold. Yeah. So they are filling up every space. People could complain maybe it's too much. Maybe there's too much um, filler or whatever you want to call it, but they are giving you your experience, your money's worth. Absolutely. Um, and it's it's not a CD that I think you could put on shuffle. Of course you could. You could just pick out songs and put it on Spotify. Have a have a great old time. Put on 46 and 2 and you'll be good. But this is a, a, a CD to listen to in its entirety if you have 78 minutes in your life. I know that's that's a lot to ask for. It's a, that's a movie. Um <laughs> God forbid you'd have to uh, waste 78 minutes of your life to listen to music. Yeah. I, but, uh, and I think one other thing that we talked about is there's, there is other music that you can listen to kind of in the background. You can put these guys on the background, but it kind of has to be really loud to yeah. really get the effect of it. And not like, dude, it's just going to be loud, dude, because it just sounds, but there's just the power with those drums and the music that just you'll understand why he's singing like that when you feel the actual mm -hmm. propulsion yeah yeah there's not there's not a mistake in in the dynamics of, of of a tool record let alone a song no in okay we're just gonna go up for upstate you know um yeah th this album's just like it, it, it shows why tool is what why they are who they are you know, why they're held in the in the in, in the, the regard. regard and the esteem that they are. Yeah. Exactly. Alright, so let's go. So the name of the album is Enema. It's A-E-N-I-M-A. -E there are two different spellings of this word or two different meanings. Um I don't know if everyone knows, uh, but enema is a procedure for injecting fluids into the rectum. Into your butthole. And flushing out all that dirty dirtiness. Alright, so that's the enema. And then there's enema. A-N-I-M-A. It's Latin for soul, life force. It's a term used by the psychologist Carl Jung. Uh, so it stands for soul. So if you put them together, it's a, from the way I look at it, it's a cleansing of your soul. Yeah. Beautiful, and uh, that what that is in English in the English uh, language. It's called a portmanteau, which is one of my favorite words. Say it uh, again. Portmanteau. Okay. Yeah, portmanteau is just like when you do like uh, uh, chillax or you know. Uh, gotcha. All oh, right. Putting okay. Putting uh, two words together that yeah. mean you know to to create a new meaning. Yeah. Um, braggadocious whatever you know there's there's a uh... humble brag is that one sure no. yeah okay. yeah we um, get it. We, you, I get you get it. the idea do i need to say more two more um cat dog backwards yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah the cleansing of the soul and that, and that's where you know and, and they'll get they'll get more more into the spirit spirituality aspect of things in um in the next record but yeah. this is kind of the beginning, I, like we said, the, dark, like the darkness of it. I like that. And, and, and not that Undertow and, and Opiate aren't... Every, everything's dark, but you're right. There is a, a lightness, if that's the right word, to Lateralis, that is opposite of Enema. Mm -hmm. Undertow is very dark. 
But there's something that I, Enema and Lateralis, there's a connection there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and I don't even know how to describe it. It's a terrible for me to even go and not describe Th- it. But through through darkness, uh, through death becomes rebirth. Yeah. And there's that, there's, I uh, have that in, in, in notes uh, in a couple times in, in this record where, you know, one door closes, one other door opens, and, uh, you know, where rise from the ashes kind of thing. And, uh, and that's definitely a motif for uh, a theme in, in, in this record. And uh, it also helps to never forget to have one of the best drummers in the world in your band. It doesn't hurt. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> if you are one of the best drummers in the world and you want to play in a rock band, uh, hit Charlie up. <laughs> and uh, hit me and Charlie up and we'll, uh, we'll give you a shot. But Danny Carey is absolutely one of absolutely. the best drummers yeah. out there. Well um, respected by every drummer who listens to you know, yeah. Tool. And he's just, uh, just he's, a solid fucking <laughs> solid drummer to say the least. He's the foundation underneath mm-hmm. where all this rumbling darkness comes from. And he's, everything that I've listened to, interviews, he's a beautiful man, a uh, mm-hmm. beautiful soul, just kind of a happy dude. Um, but when it comes down to business, that's, he's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. So I, I guess it's time to just jump into this shit. Sure, we can we can probably talk another couple hours about uh, about where Tool came from and how everybody got introduced to each other. Um, Actually, yeah, I will mention one thing before we go into the thing. How uh, Danny Carey and Maynard were introduced to each other, which is kind of cool. That, I might mess this up. Uh, Danny Carey lived in the same uh, complex as Tom. Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello. Well, Adam Jones and Tom Morello played together. In college yeah in another band yeah so which is just there was yeah two of the biggest bands <laughs> guys of all time they just knew each other like that yeah and maynard was looking for a band and he just said like here i know this guy he's pretty good you might want to you might want to know each other so i read a quote danny gary said he felt bad for them yeah he was, he was like, like i'll, I'll just, give him a shot yeah they're trying to do a band like it's so adorable and that you know we're we're giving all this praise blah 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 you forget that these are just two dudes at one point just trying to write songs. Trying to trying to get someone. Trying to get by. And not that Danny Carey was like, I'm amazing. I will make this a great band. He was just a frustrated guy, too. Same. And he yeah. was like, all right, I'll play with this band. He was trying to do maybe more jazz kind of stuff. Uh-huh. As every fucking drummer is trying to do. That's yeah. always the that's yeah. always the excuse. I'm, I'm going to be a virtuoso. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the only way they got together was if God, God put their band together. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, yeah, our Lord and Savior, Savior. Put this band together. And there's no other ex- explanation for it. And if you think that there's another explanation, you are going straight to H-E double hockey close-minded. Yeah, open your mind a little bit, losers. All right, uh, so yeah, just quickly uh, about the darkness, there was a quote. I don't like to think about that stuff, Maynard. Mm-hmm. That's wh- but, but that's where you should go for spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so think about this album, refurbish, redecorate, and start over. Yep. And I think that's a, a lot of us get caught up that you think you're caught in some w- world or life that you'll never get out of, or you did a mistake and now you're going to have to live with it forever, but you can always restart over. You can, uh, you can blank slate. Rise from the ashes, guys. Find Jesus. All right. 
Um, I think we'll start off with a slow, mellow song. Yeah, and the most, like, Jesus-centric. Uh, I'm going to get married to the song. This is my wedding song. Uh, it's called Stink Fist. that jumps out to me I just think about the riff dun 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 dun, dun. really nothing Standard. there they make it sound like God is coming down to <laughs> anoint you <laughs> the, it's just are we low enough it's this the, the confidence in that riff yeah like it, all this is an octave, you know, you're playing the lower octave, the higher octave. And I'm not saying that's all there is to it, not at all. But, but they make it, if you get the, with the drumming on top of it, that is one hell of an intro. You got the the weird, can you start from the beginning? Listen to this little drum. Right at the beginning? Yeah, just from the beginning, right here. I, Danny Carey started buying electronic drum pads and uh -huh. stuff like that and fucking around with that and he, he would continue on this but like that is what is that is that guitar or sounds like a guitar just all the bass taken out and just the treble kind of sounds there's a few times in this record that they'll do that it's very percussive too yeah. I always thought it was drums too yeah and I love like when you put the CD in and I have a CD I've had the CD in my car for a couple of years now and it's just like it's just like a weird start to the record and then yeah. and then just his voice here it sounds like he's go, going through like uh, one of those like bullhorns and he'll do that with pussifers and stuff like that he'll just kind of sing through a no. I wrote it somewhere it sounds like like 1930s like oh I'm shabby He's singing through like an old school. That's the thing that jumps out right away for me. Is how you would think to sing like this mellow, like not that he's like, yeah. but he is like, but I'm not a bird. He's 
it, it doesn't fit what you think you should put on type of this music. Sure. Yeah. Again, that's why they're there. They're at that level, and other people aren't. But yeah, it's the the way they're recording his voice underneath this massive assault of music. He's hiding back. He's not the lead singer. A lot of music nowadays pisses me off because it almost seems like the music is secondary mm-hmm. to the voice. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm going to be that old guy that blames the voice and all the other fucking American idols that anyone cares about. It's like, did you know Goody? He hit the A note and he just held it for some That's a high a F. Fuck. That's a really high F. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. None of these people yeah, know the how to write an a song. Like anything else. It's important, but yeah. it's not... If the, if the music underneath sucks, even if they can sing it, eventually it's going to die out because there's no substance underneath. Yeah. Underneath this is just a dirty... Power. Power. Yeah, dirty power. <laughs> that even if he wasn't there, well, he doesn't even have to show it in his voice. The power is already shown. So he can be nice with this little... 30s microphone mm-hmm. and still the song's powerful yeah. he doesn't have to show up show it up up front he will later on in the chorus and yeah, he comes and in he's, destroy he's... your fucking face yeah but it's not the whole time he's very subtle and laid back um stink fist just the name itself yes from the get go okay cool we have a song called stink fist S-T-I-N-K-F-I-S-T Stink Fist And the narrative of this story is um, Two people, one person who is um, Well, this is your literal Oh, yeah, yeah, let's let's, let's start with the literal face value of what this is Is Two people Unsatisfied with life and they decide, hey, I might like getting fisted in my ass, uh, my my butthole. If you would fist me in my butthole, maybe I can be a little bit more inspired in life. At least they're uh, being honest with their. Uh... Sure. At least they know what they need. Hey, they're not. Your you know, finger is no longer working in my butthole. No. Let's go wrist deep. Let's go elbow deep. Let's and we go... can still watch Seinfeld. But just <laughs> let's go shoulder deep now. We're going shoulder deep in my asshole. Um, okay, so face value, and like you were saying, the the fine line between getting comedy, he's getting fist fucked to actually feel something anymore. Yes, you can take that so many ways. What I from and then we'll take this a step further from the face value is boredom is terrible. Boredom is one of the worst things you can ever deal with if you're just complacent and bored. Quote, boredom's not a burden anyone should bear. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that's where that's I, where it starts. That, the first two lines, something has to change. Un- this line, I, lo- I love this. these two words. Undeniable dilemma. Boredom's not a bear- burden anyone should bear. Constant overstimulation numbs me. But I would not want you any other way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Any other way. Yeah. I first lo- first stanza. Just this week. Uh, you got fisted. I got fist fucked, and it's amazing. Feel better. That's why you're so happy today. I know. I shaved. Yeah. My butts. Uh, I'm sitting. I'm. I'm in my on my knees right now. I Did can't you get actually. I can't actually sit down. This is going nowhere. Oh boy. 
How do we get out of here? Stale. Just keep moving. Anyone? Uh-huh. <laughs> Callers. Uh, yes, Jimmy from When's Albuquerque. When's the last time you've been fi- uh, fist fucked? Call in now in 1-800-F-I-S-T-F-U-C-K. No, but I actually sent, obviously I was working on this album for this week in pre- preparation. And uh, there's some personal stuff with, as everyone knows in this life nowadays, there's no way to escape it. You know people that have drug addiction or some kind of addiction um, and there was issues that I knew about in my life and I was talking to a buddy of mine and he was just kind of bummed out about a friend of ours that was having issues and I wrote burden is not a, be- a burden anyone should bear and I said sorry but that's what I've been concentrating on right now and yeah. he was like that's totally true I was like it is it's boredom it's boredom such a I don't even know where to even start with it because sitting alone and, and meditating is not boredom but if you don't know what to do with yourself in quiet time, or just if you always need to be stimulated by putting on the TV, uh, having the computer on, having your phone on, Snapchatting, Facebooking, texting, jerking off, drinking, taking pills, getting high, if you can't take a break, from any of that, you're in trouble. Yeah, I don't care who you are. You're, you can't find anything in life to, to to even stimulate you a little bit. But not even find. The, the, you you need to keep finding. You the the you, urge you, to keep actually, finding is where you're fucked. And I'm not saying I, I am in this. I'm not a fucking preacher at all. Yeah. But to just keep finding and not just sit back and be okay is our whole problem with humanity. Mm-hmm. And it's, you can read all the self-help books. Yeah. But boredom, I don't know. Some people like, some people look at other people and like, how are you, go do something. And when you're just sitting there doing nothing, it's like, but I'm good. Yeah. I'm in the moment. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. There, in in looking at this, I, and, and I've had this within my own, not spirituality, but my own self-discovering in, 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 this, in this thing. And I, I've had that struggle with trying to understand how people like bored you're bo- like bored is such a bizarre concept to me and then i was just looking up like, all right let's look up boredom quotes and there was a confucius quote that i thought like just perfectly summarizes it virtuous people often revenge themselves for the constraints to which they submit by the boredom that they inspire which they inspire so it's like you can't even you can't find even boredom to be bored with yeah or or, or bo- you can't even find inspiration in boredom yeah like it, it's just they and it's yeah. such a, right, because so that the, means there's nothing so there's that a, you're inspired by it. you're in a cul-de-sac of hell you just you pulled into the boredom cul-de-sac and you're yeah. like this sucks too yeah exactly so if you turn back out you're already into overexposed you're fucked mm-hmm. so you're getting overstimulated and you can't find comfort in nothing and just actually just your own headspace. Yeah. I think that's where we're at. I mean, we're, we're over... And this was written 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. With he the did, internet he now? We didn't even know how overstimulated we are. And I know it's, it's almost overdone now talking about it with our phones, but it is fucking crazy. We can't put down phones. We can't... We get porn that is just any type of fucking porn you want. Males, you know what I'm talking about. Don't fucking hide behind. You don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry, what did you say? I was just I don't looking know. at my phone. I was talking about other friends of ours, not you and me. I was, no, I was just looking at my yeah, phone. I didn't, George, I didn't put understand. the phone down. 
Stop jerking off, I, I too. I can't just put it down. Stop jerking. You got a... It's a can, huge cock. It's can, nice. Can I finish at least? I can't believe it's black. Can I... It's I, racist. I don't know how black I Black lives this. matter. Can I, can I just finish? Finish jerking off? <sighs> All right. That was... Thank you. Um, Yeah. Th- that's well, that... And that's what I think this song is telling you is like... There's a uh, another quote in here, another lyric in here. Something kind of sad about the way that things brutal. have come to be. Desensitized to everything. What became of subtlety? And it's just like, yeah, exactly. Like, you can't even find little pleasures in the small things in life. The the, the chirping of the birds in the trees. The, the laughing of children the you know the yeah. little things in life you're just complete you can't find that yeah. and you're just so overstimulated and so desensitized by i mean we are we as a society and i and america. i don't like in america i don't like saying the sky is falling but there's certain things that we're so de- we become de- so desensitized to that we just can't have a response to mass shootings uh bombings it's just like oh fucking well all right, well, another one where it's like, do you realize how fucked that is? Yeah, people that you hear That's about so murders uh, just a couple of days ago in France, 78 people got killed by a truck driving old people. Not, not that I don't care, but I'm just like, oh, yeah. Okay, well, cool. I got two days to fucking think I'm about like, something well, else. I have to do a podcast on Tool. Yeah, so sorry, niece. Like, Sorry that it's, it looks like nice, and that sounds nice. There was a, I saw some guy do a tweet. It's like every time you read it, it's like, um, nice truck driver it's like I can't help but say like nice truck driver yeah rams into 58 people but then that also goes into to media overexposure where we live in times I mean Jesus Christ we're going on tool just gets you going so yeah, deep Jesus sorry. Christ <laughs> um, let's talk politics Charlie not even politics but overexposure is I remember even with this uh, truck incident I just see people right our world it's just out of control now what we were spiraling out of control it never used to be this bad it has but now you get to hear we about know. every yeah. tiny incident yeah. in the world there's 10 billion we're people over, in this world we're over news yeah it's, and it's not even news's fault it's just we're all connected when you when you're all connected to three or sorry seven billion people yeah horrendous shit is gonna happen yeah. every day mm-hmm that's just how it's always been. We used to be in little pockets of tribes, and then a huge flood would come and kill out your whole tribe, and you'd write a fucking Bible about it saying that it was fucking a flood that God hated you for. Now we know that's not true. It's just... We were just talking about... The it's just something happened on another side of the world that had nothing to do yes. with you. Yeah, and I think now, and, and again, this is 20 years ago, but it started where just like everybody in, our, in human beings' insatiable desire for news and information and our curiosity that never goes away with that we're gonna find shit we don't want to see or we don't want to know we don't want to hear about just by by looking for it and in in the beautiful metaphor of getting fisted is like all right now we we need to like get a thumb our, our whole arm shoved up our asshole just to be able to feel anything anymore. Yeah. And in that same way, all right, well, this these this truck bombing that happened in, in or truck whatever thing that happened in Nice in France and, and you know love and whatever, all that shit, good vibes, I'll go to those people, it's terrible shit. But it's like wh- for me to care now, I'm gonna need a fist on my asshole 
to and a, a metaphorical fist up my asshole to be like, okay, there you go. Okay, now this is this is getting a little yeah. bit crazy. I'll, I'll change my profile pic on Facebook again to show how much I care. Yeah, exactly. Wait, I'm actually tired of even doing that. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. We're, we're, it's even that's like I stand with you, France. I'm already tired of that. That doesn't. I feel empty. We're, we're doing these little gestures. We're not solving. I, I don't know what the, the solve. The, there's no solving it. We're just gonna deal with life as it is. But we're just overstimulated. And, and not that. God damn. Yeah, we're going. So, it's I, not that it's a bad thing. It's like us human beings were not meant to have this much information for us. Yeah. And and we're learning to cope with. Or I don't know if we're learning to cope with it. You're doing a good job out to, there, everybody. We're gonna have to cope. You're gonna be okay. But just, just don't, just find, if you learn don't compassion follow. and sympathy and you keep those things, not necessarily sympathy, but just compassion, and you won't get bored with, with, with life. No. And ultimately, that's the worst thing that can happen to you, is you just being jaded, dickhead about everything. Well, don't even, do that. Even Maynard says, this album's about unity and yes. coming together, mm-hmm. but you have to look at this ugly shit to get there. You can't just be like, if, if you just say ugly shit happens and then we're never going to get together, you have to realize this is just part of humanity. We've always been horrendous to each other. We've actually been worse. We're actually living in times where the, we're statistically, we're the best to each other. Mm-hmm. The best, whatever mm-hmm. that means, violence-wise. Yeah, well, over the course of, of our human existence, yeah. absolutely. We're, we're, but we're just not, again, you only live for a tiny fraction of time, mm-hmm. so... From zero to twenty, you're a fucking mongoloid that doesn't know what's going on. All of a sudden, you pay attention to politics. Now everything's fucked and the government's fucked. Of course it is, because you're a young. Now you're paying attention. Yeah. Welcome to the world. Every generation thinks it's the last. I just I'm tired of people acting like they figured it all out and they're telling me how the whole world works. I got it. You're a genius. We're all trying to figure this out. Um. Yeah. Got. See, tool. They get you upset. Sorry, Maynard. But I also see a lot of. if you, if you, and I don't want to, there's so many different ways to go with this, but borderline just personality disorder, if you read up on that, it's mm-hmm. very about this, but with boredom and just pushing that, that kind of aspect. And even Maynard, well, the kind of genius thing, let's actually get to the fucking song before me and George kill each other. Out of love. Um, the whole kind of going inside the asshole, he starts with the finger deep within the borderline. Right? Yes. And then he goes knuckle deep inside the borderline. This is throughout the song. Elbow deep and then shoulder deep. So he's progressing through. But as this happens, the, the actual music, let's get to that. Because, you know, I just don't know what else to say about our problems. And I already tried to help you figure it out. If, you, if, if my talk didn't help you solve world problems, then I you, just you're lost. You I can't help you. <laughs> if you can't do the math on that, then uh, I just can't help you out. <laughs> if you can't do the math on that, I just can't help you. <laughs> um, but, but, but his thing was, it's, it's that, it's, it's the, you, you need to get fisted to feel anything. But it's also, as Maynard even put in some of his interviews, you can keep digging further. Mm-hmm. Don't give up on the service level yeah. of how you see. Keep digging down further into that asshole, whatever the truth. The metaphorical asshole. Keep going down and figuring out. Don't think just because you figured one. You know, I think as young people, we figure out one thing and then we're just like, 
Get, I got it. You get one finger in. Got it. Yeah. I figured it out, guys. Yeah. And then you tell, and you know, that's the teenager who knows everything and yeah. tells their adult, their parents that they're idiots. They took one social sociology class in high, in college. Blew that's, your mind. That's risk deep. And then, know? and then, and then you take acid, and then you're like, I'm Jesus. Yeah. And uh, you're all idiots. And I'm elbow deep. And I'm elbow deep. <laughs> and then you actually live life and get a normal job, and then you're elbow to shoulder deep and you realize oh I'm insignificant and nothing really matters and then you're shoulder deep with the rest of us assholes mm-hmm. welcome to the club everybody yeah. enjoy We're all what's your opinion here. oh you think that's true cool Adore. no one else does <laughs> um, so we all have stink fists uh, so put your stink fists up in the air stink fist up in the air George and I are putting our fists up in the air right now we in, really in the Deftones uh, one, I was yeah. I was doing the yeah, Hitler you're, you're thing. Doing and Hitler, now I'm not, doing, not cool. Now I'm doing Stink Fist. But everyone, when you're when when people are putting too much of an opinion about what is actually true in this world, just put your Stink Fist up. Tell them to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, even scientists, I, I'm all about the scientific method, and I think science is, will lead us forward. But if you read history, even about science, uh, the, during different periods of time. Scientists would mock other scientists that figured out another progression in life and mock them even though it was true because it just didn't feel right. It didn't, it didn't fit the it paradigm. It didn't fit my paradigm. So we're all just, we have no idea what's going on. And we should find comfort in that, people. Comfort in the unknown uh-huh. instead of making up. Wow, that was one song, George. Cool. We're do we doing have a great to do job. this? <laughs> do we have to keep doing this? Should we just stop at uh, yeah. stop at Stinkfest? We're gonna do uh, one song every two weeks. Yeah, for, yeah. For <laughs> All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll and, see you on the next podcast. And, uh, and I'm so sorry. Can we just go to um, no, no? Can we go to two twenty four? Yes. Let's two, go into the 20, music. Two two four. Two two four. Two two seven. Quickly. This is a breakdown. There's cool little scrapes on the guitar coming up here. Maynard's growling right now, he's moaning. Nice little delay scrape for here. Oh shit. Alright. We're still 45 seconds away. You want to jump ahead to about four minutes? This is the greatest part of the song, and I know it's the heaviest, but... Let's just listen. Drums on that. 
I'm not a drummer, so I'm sorry for all you drummers. I can't explain what's going on, but pandemonium. It's a lot of... It makes, it makes my, my, my testicles feel things. <laughs> it's called a boner. And then like. that, I keep digging till I feel something. The way they don't do that, like another band would just do that and just ride that and mm-hmm. just play that. That would be the song. Because it's so powerful. They do it for one 20 second part of a, how long is that song? Five, five, five minutes. Change. Yeah. It's just one segment, but it's so fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. And then they were gone on to the next thing. And it's the whole I'll keep digging, which is pretty much what we're getting back to is just keep learning. Don't don't get too caught up in uh, one belief. I know it's tough. I know. I know it. Just keep digging. Just keep digging. <sighs> Stinkfist, guys. There Song number go. one. Song number one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, here's eulogy for another two hours. Um, <laughs> all right, Stinkfist. Uh, yeah, so the first first one on the record, cool. I'm on board. It's okay. This is good. We're doing things cool. We're a band. Yeah. All right, so don't subscribe to one ideology, and this is why. Eulogy. Pretty much get the idea, right? Yeah, this is what it is for the rest. All right. Of the so, song. anyways, the next song is. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, what Eulogy. we're gonna do is we'll 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 place other parts later. This song, I, I don't want to interrupt the intro, but we're also not playing the album for you guys. We're on a DJ. We're trying yeah. to talk about the album. For the sake of you guys not having a five-hour podcast. What a great mellow weird intro. For I think it goes on for two minutes. Where you get this little on top of the drum beat. And then you got that chirping. I've seen them live five times, maybe. Maynard plays the on some like thing. It's not the melodica thing that happened. A melodica thing. Is it? It's something like that. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I was too far away to yeah. be like, what is that? But he was Maynard plays it. I don't know exactly what it is on this record. But eventually, here we go, building up. All right. So I know we're gonna talk about this song without you even hearing a lyric. Hmm. But that's just the way it goes. Yeah. We can't play cool songs that just. There we go. He had a lot to say. He had a lot of nothing to say. So, okay, so he's first already thing, going with this with yeah. a new effect. But he's on got, his voice. But it's still very that. Thank you. Yeah, this is a good job. So it's it's sucking out his his the bass of his voice. It's yeah. that old school style. Mm-hmm. 
which you would never think to do that. And why would you do that? And why would you do that? And then... Now we're in the verse. The first part was considered the chorus. And, and when you look into this song, the song's called Eulogy. And it's, and it's really a eulogy of a martyr or multiple martyrs here. Yeah. People yeah. who died for their beliefs, whether um, whether it was worth it or not, you know. Yeah, it's it's a positive and a negative song. Yeah. It's every man that gets up on a soapbox. It can be... It, it, in interviews, they brought up L. Ron Hubbard. Mm-hmm. People definitely allude to Jesus Christ. And Bill uh, Hicks. Bill Hicks. Yeah. Uh, the guy that you see in the fucking street corner yelling yeah. that God is going to kill the gays. Mm-hmm. Um, me right now, when I get loud on the mic and yell at you guys on the last song. Yeah. Me. Every motherfucker here is some kind of a martyr of their own of their own volition. belief system yeah. and you you will start fighting for it because it has to be true because what the fuck is my point or else what's the yeah what's the answer if this isn't true yeah i need to have some belief structure and that's the beauty of this is all is that you're just not you me we're all caught in belief structures i'm not trying to say that yours is wrong my, i'm i'm probably 90 percent wrong but just, at least I know that I'm probably 90% wrong. And I think that puts, not you specifically, but when you, when you're at least um, contemplative about, about what, about your life, or if, if you at least acknowledge that you don't know, you're already in the upper echelon yeah. as far as people are concerned, because yeah. anybody who says they've got the answer or this is what you have to do can go fuck themselves to hell yeah. because you don't as much as you think you might and you can get people in but if you're gonna be a martyr for your sins or for sorry that was completely wrong if you're gonna be a martyr for your beliefs there's something there is something beautiful in that but you can't be you're you're standing in the crowd with a voice so loud, but you can be saying nothing. Well, it's just it's, because you're you're preaching on top of the rooftops doesn't mean you have anything, any substance, or any truth behind your your voice. Well, you're at that point you're yelling and not listening. Yeah, right. You're no longer taking any. Listen more to input. me. Yeah, exactly. You're 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 getting other you're people. Like, to, I got enough. I figured it out. I've got it. I've got it figured out. Yes. So we start off with he had a lot to say. He had a lot of nothing to say. We'll miss him. You know what? And this song could be about Maynard himself. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's becoming the the lead singer of a big rock band and screaming on top of an, uh, a crowd, telling them what they should... Not telling them, but saying, don't believe shit. You're still telling people what to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's so kind di- of being, addition by subtraction. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of being that guy. Um, and, but kind of joking about it, being like, don't listen to the guy yelling at you as I yell at you telling you to don't, don't listen to me yeah it's, he's fucking with you at yeah. the same time the music on this again we we probably should have done a better job of like figuring out the time what we want to play on this song but these songs are so long and have so many different segments of drum breakdowns and and lifting up 
that we'll try our best. And you'll just have to listen to it on your own. Yeah, well, it's called Listening to Music. Yes. Um, Ever heard of it? Yeah. No pun intended. Uh, Jesus said, listen to music. Oh, and it was good. Um, Not all martyrs see divinity, but at least you tried. Standing above the crowd, he had a voice that was strong and loud. We'll miss him, we'll miss him. Ranting and pointing his finger at everything but his heart. We'll miss him, we'll miss him. We're gonna miss him. So it's that, like, the people, and then I guess I can look at my notes and shit I actually want to say instead of just going. I love going he free had a lot here. to say and nothing to say. Exactly. That's dark. It's like a guy who had all the answers but couldn't help himself. And that's what, at the end of the day, that's what martyrs are is like. They're gonna die for a belief, but your belief didn't help you anything. Didn't keep, didn't didn't get you shit. So. That's it, man. I think that's the time that we're starting to figure out is uh, it's more lead by example than lead by words. Yes, absolutely. Lead. And that's what and that's what I mean. I guess there's some there's some divinity in being a martyr, but it's like, what are you really dying for? You know, you're gonna die for. You know, a couple days of people being like, oh, that could, we'll miss him, we'll miss him. Yeah. Cool, but what did you really do? Thanks, Jesus. Or Martin Luther King. To ascend? Sorry, just that uh, ending, that scream. There you go, man. It uh, it gets me excited. Yes, um, a eulogy yeah. to everyone. So you got Sting Fist, and you know, don't subscribe to one belief. Eulogy again. Stop following. Stop following the martyr guy. Don't be the martyr guy. Yeah, not even stop following the martyr. Stop being the martyr yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. We need to start being more community-based, agreeing on our ideas, the, the, instead of, like, there, be our leader. There is something sort of selfish in the martyr figure, where you're like, I'm, 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 this cause that I want to be, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'm, where I'm going with this, but there's... there's well, when it doesn't a, go right, it's all pointed at you. What happened? You were the one that said this. But also, you think you're, you're, you're going to be so selfish that you're going to die for this cause as if your death is going to um, provocate? I don't know if that's the right word, but your death is going to... Enhance. Enhance or cause other people to to see that you're the, you died for a reason. Let's not your cause your death to be in vain. Yeah. For what? Yeah. You think for, that you're that selfish to think that your death's gonna cause for legacy? Yes. Yeah. There is there's an inherent selfishness to that. Yeah. And maybe maybe it does, but that, what to this day, what martyr do we have that's really done that a person's death has caused substantial change? Yeah. Do you, are you leaving behind something for you so people can talk about you later on to be like, what a great guy? That's or, his legacy. He or died to for actually a, live for cause. Now, Martin Luther King, yep, yeah, people bring up he fucked other women. Who gives a shit? That has nothing to do with anything. But I actually think that guy did die for a real cause. 
but he did he wasn't just a martyr in the fact that he martin luther king specifically here yeah he didn't die a martyr he did shit while he was still alive okay, yeah who got shot got shit doing done. what he did so therefore he became saying. a martyr but it wasn't like you know what guys i'm gonna do this and blah 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 and i'm gonna preach from the rooftop like no martin luther king live it he lived it stop talking yeah so he you know he he died he became a martyr but he wasn't martyr he wasn't martyr a martyr for the sake of martyrdom you know what i mean and there's there that becomes a thing where we're going to talk about you know do it for religious purpose purposes or any real ideological reason your thing could be bullshit yeah and practice what you preach for real and you know cool yeah that's all ultimately a martyr is going to get a eulogy of like if you're uh, a bullshit martyr, you're gonna get a eulogy. Yep, we'll miss him. He was a good guy. We wish him well. Yeah. If if, if you're standing for things just for fame, respect, or just to be an outsider, you're not doing it. You got yeah, there's this. a lot of that. That's everything now. There's a lot of that. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a good person because look what I'm fighting for. Powerful. That, I mean, tw- 20 years ago to say like that this stuff is mo- relevant now more than ever. Um, maybe not more than ever, but it's it's 100 relevant now. And I also I, there's one quick other aspect of the eulogy. A eulogy goodbye to your old self if you've grown. That you realize that we've all been that guy. I've been that sure, guy that preached sure. from the choir and thought that I knew something. And to be humbled and realize that you're not that smart. <laughs> Sure. Not even that. Not even that smart. But that you're not that powerful. Just you're not let that go. important. Important. Yeah. And a eulogy to your old self, and try to be more compassionate, open-minded to everyone else. There you go. And if you're gonna do it, do it as Tool does it. I mean, as far structurally as this music flows, I wish I could. I don't even know how to describe their music because it's so long and so shifting. So I'm just saying, listen to what's going on in the background. Mm-hmm. They, but they do these sudden, sudden shifts of just this mellow into this very heavy, but in a liquid type of way where it's not four-four. It just feels like it flows in like river and, and then mellows out like a river where you go through a river five rapid, rapid, and yeah. then it just chills. And now it's like kind of flowing. And you don't. And there's no real. And it's hard to describe in, 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 in why, what, do, who does what, or or when they do why, <laughs> because um, because there is so many different things. But it's like yeah, like you said, and, and to compare it to a river, which is a very uh, cheesy thing to do. But but what other thing can you compare something when it has so many different shifts and, and But it, is it cheesy when we're pretty much made up entirely of water? Yes. Okay. You're just a piece of water with a brain talking. I am a river. I'm getting on my fucking soap. <laughs> you are water with a brain. <laughs> okay, so we already have. Okay, so the two songs were going through the flow, and now, and now then we're we're breaking this down. I, I I'm seeing up even more uh, flow motif. And are you saying water flow? A George? river, perhaps. A river? <laughs> you cheesy cliche cunt. <laughs> We will move on from eulogy to H, period. We're gonna miss the ego. HR puffin' stuff.
Damn it, we can't even get into the chorus. It's goddamn long. That is H. H. H period. Okay, so... It's about heroin. It has to be H. I was thinking it was about hydrogen. like the Hydrogen but, peroxide? No, just a hydrogen the element. H. Go on. Um, okay, so we started the first song with um, sort of a... Death of death of expectation, or or you know, letting it letting it go, become enlightenment enlightenment in some sort of way. The second one is stop the martyrdom. This third one here is like introspection. He he's he's really he's seeing himself as as as, as we all should, and sort of we are these animals. We're like at our core, we're biologically animals. Oh, shut up right here. And George and I will just fade out of conversation during certain parts of the song if we feel like it. That's the yeah. way we do it. Yeah. I know there's other professional ways of doing it, but then that's go listen to that shit. Yeah, go listen to that, you stupid cunts. Uh, all right, so I, that's very interesting where you were starting to go off. Do you want to keep going before I jump in? No, go ahead. Well, be, well I'll go ahead, but let me finish. <laughs> Sing your uh, <laughs> eulogy, George. What else you got? Get up your soapbox, George. There is a there. Okay, so then this one is sort of. The, like, I, like I was saying, the introspection as a human being where you, you don't know, you want to be the person that you are and you think that you're, 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 you're forever going to be you, but you're going to, you have to be able to break down your own ego and crack it down into some sort of, and, and, and again, this is the rebirth here. Of this record, you break down your ego, you shatter this 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 temple, this rock stature, and and it's got a crack to be to be be something actual, something that's actual, actual, I guess, you know, something that's at that real, real. Um, go ahead. Uh, uh, I'm so, I feel yeah, like I'm talking you're, out of my ass. You're break, I'm trying to get no, somewhere. You're breaking down. So you're breaking down these walls, and and from interviews that I read. So again, I don't want to take it all in face value, but I really like where you went there. Is Maynard said on a quick little thing, almost like we did with Deftones, where uh, our ex Queen, he just said it's about my wife, and I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Maynard said it's about my son, and I don't want to talk about it. 
and his his son was a kid at that at that point, just uh-huh. a baby. His son's name is Devo H. Maybe. Yeah, whip it, whip it good. Middle name H. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay, that's cool. I but didn't no, know that. it's going that's, in, that's it's going cool. into what you're saying. Uh huh. The song was originally called Half Empty, which okay. is kind of cool too. Half full. I half saw empty. Half Empty. Yeah, I saw that. Um. So he has a kid now, and and like you said, breaking down his your, first his first kid. His first kid, his only kid, I think. His only, his his new, something he created from inside him. Yes. Maynard has talked about child abuse, his own child abuse. When I, when we just, earlier we described uh, prison sex, this is personal something. He was sexually abused Mm -hmm. as a child. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and he felt like we need to get this out there. It's it's almost like that comedy special that you meet, not comedy special, the comedian that was sexually abused that you want me to watch and it was really good yeah, about the Boston, uh, Boston guy. I, I definitely recommend this. This is on a separate thing. Uh, but it's kind of like... Comedian Barry Crimmins has a documentary uh, and it was directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh, it's called uh, I'm Lucky to Be Here or, or I'm So Lucky or I... I'm So Lucky. I'm So Lucky or... Yeah, something lucky, but definitely check it out, Barry Crimmins. And it's, I mean, ah, dude, like, child abuse is one of the <laughs> most terrifying, just s- disgusting. I, there's no real words to, to be able to describe it. And, you know, Maynard's going through this. And, okay, but- if, you, if we're taking this as, as, the, as the, the narrative of his, of his child, what he's looking, what he's going through from this throughout the song is like this thing that I made with my blood with my DNA I Which, can't fuck this up yeah, I do I cannot fuck this up it's my DNA this is more important that has than, been fucked that has been abused before and I feel he says I'm tempted by the snake what singing song is a snake looking to turn this piss to wine mm-hmm. they're both totally void of hate but killing me just the same the snake behind me hisses what my damage could have been it's kind of what you're saying, breaking down walls, but... And my he, blood before me... Uh, sorry. My blood before me begs me to open my heart again. This, this, His son that he has now... Give... All, this open... Give me this open love. And and you're, you're afraid to love this kid and, for fear of fucking it up. Or that you might want to do the things that you... Were done to you. Which is the weird paradigm we're in where... I absolutely feel the same when I hear about sexual uh, abuse. You want that person to die, but 90% that guy was sexually abused. Yeah. Not that they're excused, but I, it sounds like this song is break. Stop. You're the one that can stop the, the cycle. The cycle. Whether it's abuse, whether it's uh, hitting your women, sexually abusing your kid, uh, drinking yourself to death. You're the one that can make it not half empty but half full. Like you're the one that can change that. It's gonna be really hard because your DNA is so built up. I mean, if you actually think about the the line where you came from, it's fucking it's staggering. It's fucked. Like you're like, oh, my grandma and my great grandma, and that's it. Yeah. But there were so many other fucking assholes that came before you, and great people. Thank God I'm here because yeah. of them. Who knows? But that's the DNA line runs thick. It's not just your mom. It's 45 months ago and if you actually back it up that long ago we're all related and we're all I'm talking to my brother right now uh, yeah and Just, we're all bastard children of, yeah, we're all from uh, incest. of cave, caveman rapists and we're all from incest yeah like they back it up numerologically 
I got that word out. Very right. nice. Barely, barely. But We've back, been but drinking, folks. It's been uh, yeah. it's been about it's been, six hours of drinking. It's now. been a long afternoon. But they back up the number, and and the math doesn't add up to like, well, there should be a lot more people back in that time. It's because there should have been a lot more different people. Yeah. It's because people were fucking sisters and brothers. Sure. Or like that. Sure. It's, I mean, if you take the biblical narrative of uh, Adam and Eve, and we all came from two people, oh boy. Imagine how much, imagine if we're all, and this is tangent here, but imagine if we're all just like uh, inbred, retarded kids from these superhuman beings that were Adam and Eve and were just bastardized versions of humans that just got inbred to death over and over and over. And we're like, yeah, we're smart, we're smart. But imagine what we really were when, when... We we started this off even even you know, that's like two thousand years. That's what fifteen well, generations. Maybe we're on the path to that. Maybe this is actually where we break that cycle, and stop fucking each other, and start just being a little more civilized. So maybe, maybe this is the the movement. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So opportunity to kill old tendencies is what I feel like this song is. Even if yeah. it's not about personally, it mm-hmm. just breaks the old pattern of your life that you grew up in. If you grew up in an alcoholic life, stop being that guy. Stop being that your dad. Stop being your dad mm-hmm. if he's a negative thing. Yeah. And, no, and not hate on him. He had his own things, but it, this is a chance to make life better for the next life. That if, he you're, if you're conscious enough to know, okay, well, my, my dad did this, and my and his dad before him did that. And and if you're co- if you're if you're conscious enough to, to realize, okay, I need to stop this cycle with me. I can stop this cycle yeah. with whether with alcohol, like you said, with, with alcoholism, depression, um, fucking child abuse, uh, cheating, what, whatever, whatever it is. I could stop this. Yeah. And there is a power in that. And I think Maynard here, he's he's breaking what I was saying earlier. He's breaking the walls of his trying to break the walls of his own past and his own DNA lineage here with his with his new blood his new his new newborn I'm gonna stop the cycle here because I'm not passing on my bullshit to this child and I think there's a, a empathy or uh, an openness to that where if you didn't grow up in that life but I did or vice versa it's very hard to understand like dude just stop drinking or stop yeah stop abusing your woman yeah but I was never abused by my dad. You know, that kind of thing where yeah. it's so hard to fit in someone's shoes. You're like, why would you even... How's that even a problem for yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you're another just species that didn't come up from that, that way. And mm-hmm. coming from very aggressive, hardcore music, it's opening your heart, being vulnerable. Uh, Maynard says uh, some, during some concerts at that time, there's angels and devils on your shoulders. And it's that cliche friends that give you advice. You got the bad one, and, and yeah. we always like to think the half the good one and the bad one. You're he, he's pretty much saying you don't really know what's best for you. Like the angel could be so, saying something. The angel to you could be being like, do that bad thing. Yeah. You're a good guy, but yeah. this is what you need. Like the angel, the devil, that whole thing is it's all subjective. Yeah, what is the angel and devil to you? You got to be smart enough to look. In, you need to take. Pretty much, I mean, we're going through this album, and you've done a good job of break, going back to what Sync This and Eulogy. It's just, you want to change the world, you can go protest, and absolutely do that. You can go put shit up on Facebook, you can yell at your friends, you can tell people that they're idiots for believing, but it's changing yourself. 
at the end of the day. If mm-hmm. you're, it starts with you. It starts with, with you. What you can your friends control. will feel it. Maybe they'll get something positive out of it. Maybe you'll affect two people. That's all your job was. You're not supposed to be Jesus and mm-hmm. change the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're not supposed to, but I think too much, too many of us think we are. Yeah. And then we get cocky and we fuck. And you, and you think that, yeah, no, definitely. Where you, if you can't affect if you one person, affect your, your, your child or whatever, yeah, your friends to be a better person, to be a better whatever, then you, if you're in the, instead of trying to. Instead of trying to grab the masses and let's tr- yeah. create change, everybody tries ahead. to do that. You, you're getting ahead of yourself. It's yeah. like a band trying to start out. You're not playing in front of the stadium, man. No. You're going to play in front of no one for a while until mm-hmm. someone actually gives a shit. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other subject. Let's let's go to the music. I know sure. it's very hard because we're. I feel like we're underplaying a lot of music. We're, it's it's confusing for us to realize what part to play. I really like the ending of this. Yeah, I was I was I'm holding 440. it. Four forty. That. 437's where I was going, I said Charlie. Four, four, okay. <laughs> let's go 437. Let's listen to the end of 437. this. 437, let's do this. That's exactly where I was going. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. As we go into the next song, he says, considerately killing me, I'll give you one uh, quote from Maynard. The song is about being very close to someone who is tearing you apart. Someone you can't bring yourself to leave, but someone who will destroy you because you can't leave them. It is the price you pay for being close to them. They aren't doing it on purpose. Considerately. little vinyl part is called useful idiot and we'll let this go into song number five 46 and two
All right, that was our introduction song, so we don't want to go too long into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first of all, the baseline. Quick thing, I can't help it with these guys. Useful idiot. This is a genius part of it. This is the comedy part and just a great thing. Mm-hmm. What you heard was just George played the, the scratching. He said that was useful idiot. Uh, and if you have the vinyl, that's the there's they have two vinyls, and that was the end of side one. There's four sides, obviously. They call it useful idiot because it's it's got the scratch, yeah. but it gets in a locked groove where it goes louder and louder, but then it won't stop until you turn it. Oh really? And it, That's it cool. just calls loud, and you're you're the useful idiot at that yeah, moment. Yeah. You have to get up and turn it, or it's just like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's and, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and a, a quick thing on the useful idiot is. Uh, that's what the Soviet citizens were called. They were the perfect citizens. Um, they were the ones waiting in the bread lines, thinking that their masters were helping them out as they were getting fucked over. So that's one of those jokes that... That's not a joke. Yeah. It's just something you have to look up like I did. And not that I, w- I didn't even know that. It's just I thought it was just a cool, dope intro to go into. Mm-hmm. Forty-six and two. But they called it useful to it. Get up, you fucking moron! Flip it over. Also talking about the Soviets and how there were pawns to their uh, civilization. Mm-hmm. So in one song, they went deep without saying anything. Genius. Fucking tool. Forty-six and two, everyone. Oh God, I, I, I don't even want to talk about this one without pissing the world off. <laughs> Okay. First of all, yeah, the bass line, classic, one of the best yeah. bass lines mm-hmm. ever to Absolutely. open a song. It's got a flangy uh, sound to it. This is one of their masterpieces. I mean, Stinkfist was as well. I guess Eulogy, but Forty Six and Two, just as far as a musical piece, it's genius. Yeah. And again, how long is this one, George? Long. Okay, it's long, guys. Six minutes and nine seconds. Yeah, so we can't go into every part. I'm sorry, six minutes and four seconds. So all we can really do is talk about the song. We'll try to play parts of it, but it's going on in the background. Yes. And if you're a grown adult, you can listen to this after and enjoy it without my fucking dumb voice on top of it. (laughs) Uh, 46 and 2. Where do I even begin here? What is 46 and 2 a uh, reference to? It's uh, Carl Jung. It's a theory about constant evolution. Uh, the, the, the gist of it, this is if the word I'll use, is new chromosomes to a higher being. We are currently at 46 chromosomes mm-hmm. now, George. Uh, we have... Uh, there's from the theory there's three different types of humans there's 44 chromosomes the plaintive tribes that you find out in fucking Australia or out in Africa yeah um, but they realize they're one consciousness we're all one being but they're very primitive they don't want to they're not individual they don't want to take over the other men yeah they think we're all one so they're kind of socialists, which I guess is a bad word nowadays. 45, 46 chromosomes is what we are, folks. Uh, we're chaotic and disorganized. We all think we have the best opinion. Uh, and kind of in the, in the world we live in. 
The next step, according to this, is 48 chromosomes, the third level. This is where we will connect or we evolve uh, everything but about ourselves. We will step into the next dimension of being. But before we get there, we have to deal with the shadow. And he, he brings up. Shadow. Sing it, George. Sing it. My shadow. He's doing it like uh, Creed for whatever reason, but How the shadow is you. everything about ourselves that we fear, despise, and repress. Now, a lot of this isn't scientifically correct, and that doesn't matter. It's all about it's, it's just about you becoming the better self. Yeah, that's kind of the gist of this. Absolutely. Song. Um, if you want to become a better self, it's not saying hi to your neighbor every day, and it's not fucking mowing your lawn to make your yard look clean or believing in Jesus or believing in Jesus and be like yeah everything's clean it's I'm making good. it's making that evil voice inside your head somewhat proper I don't know how to do that but if I say that that doesn't make sense either because if you're an ISIS making it proper is being like I'm gonna kill yeah. to go to the next level so you know what I'm getting at to I don't even know what I'm getting at where he goes my sh- uh, my shadows shedding skin and I've been picking scabs again I'm down digging through my old muscles looking for a clue at least he what he's doing here is at least he's 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 he is fisting as we went to, 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 to stink fist it, the metaphorical of course of course what we're talking about when we're talking about fisting is is, is digging for the truth and digging for digging something for the truth yes okay. and he, he's he's shedding his skin trying to trying to become a new person and he's picking his scabs again for you know his 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 skin hasn't even healed yet and he keeps digging yep. farther and farther. I need to get deeper. I'm down digging th- through my muscles now, looking for a clue. I've been crawling on my belly, clearing out what could have been. I'm wallowing in my own confused and insecure delusions. Very psychedelic. Yes, and and, and yes, it's the it's the id and the and the ego and the and the super ego and all that stuff here, where like in like on every song so far. And trying to break. Yeah, he's down. not gonna stop no. badgering in this in your head. Yeah, and 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 searching for rebirth, and through and again. We'll but without religion. Exactly, exactly through personal growth. Personal growth. Yeah, you don't need the martyr. You don't need the. You don't need the middleman. No. Between you and the higher. And whatever the next thing whatever is. Whatever the next thing. Stop. And, yeah. and Jesus, really, if he's anything, he's a middleman, or or, or Muhammad, or. And dude, he was a nice bookmark for a while. Sure. But we're done. Sure. We're, we're we're in the next stage of grownups. We're in the, we were in the childhood. Now we figured out a lot more. It's time to move on. Shed skin. Thanks, Noth- for, thanks for letting yeah. us get here. Nothing wrong with you guys. No. But right now, you're starting to be kind of a hindrance. Yeah. You're slowing us you're down. You're holding us back. You're a speed bump. Yeah. Thanks for getting us here. Thank you. Appreciate but it. Appreciate We're going on. Yeah. I want to feel the change consume me. Out, uh, feel the outside turning in. I want to feel the metamorphosis and cleansing I've endured within. There he goes. It, it's becoming a unity consciousness. I, nice. Again, this is right. all very hippie talk, but the reason it is because you live in the very not unity consciousness of this time. Mm-hmm. So it sounds stupid and boring, but realize you're only here for a small smidge of the time. You're very, you're not anything. You're not nothing special. I'm not anything special. No. Eh, eh, but so your grand what? ideas. 
They're not that big. Stop getting, get over yourself. Look at the bigger picture. Back it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And realize your little change is more important than you conquering everything in front of you to make your life better. Are you, are you making other people's lives worse? Then, then, back the then, what, then what are you really doing? Yeah, absolutely. You're just another asshole. Yeah. Another speed bump. Uh, I was reading a book, uh, The Brief History of Nearly Everything by Bill Bryson. Yeah. Anyone? Just, it's at your library. Don't buy it. Just go get it in the library. Everyone, there's libraries still out there. What I know the internet confuses. Like iTunes library? An iTunes library. <laughs> but you can go to a library and find almost any book you want. You don't have to buy it. If you, have, if you don't have any money, I get it. But just go. There's tons of books to go reach it. Anyways. I wasn't planning on finding this little thing out, but um, the, the thing that I kind of find funny, and I, I think Tool is a, a jokey band, as we say, they're very serious, but they're also not fucking, they don't have the head up their ass. Yeah. If you add up 46 and 2, that's 48. What has 48 chromosomes in this world, George? Potatoes. Ooh. Plants. Animals. So getting another chromosome is not going to take us to this higher level. Scientifically, yeah, plants and animals already have more chromosomes. What what he's trying to get at, obviously, is not. You know, I think people read this like, if I meditate hard enough, another chromosome is going to jump in. A metaphorical Stop. chromosome. Yeah, yeah, you need to just go back to school. Yeah, back to school. Deftones. Listen to it. Um, it's more just realizing your place in the earth right now. Um. And just focusing again. It's this. This whole album is focusing on yourself, not on your friend. Not blaming. Man, if George was better, this world would be a little better. But George doesn't think like I do, so that's why we're kind of fucked. That's why we have problems. You know, the reason we have problems is because I think there's problems. Instead of just showing, you know, instead of being the the person that you look at and be like, you know what, that guy's got a, a good way about him. He's not prophesizing everything. He's not telling me how the world works. I'm, I'm done with people telling me how the world works. I'm really done with that. Even if they're, I don't know. I just don't, I can't handle it. If you tell me how the world is, I want nothing to, not nothing to do with you. I just, I, yeah. I you're, I you're another soap guy on a soapbox telling me what to do. You're just tiring to me. And um, Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to go to some music. Yeah, I know. We'll go right to the music now. This song goes from 4-4 to 3-8 to 7-8 to 5-8 mm -hmm. in this song. There's little, there's moments where it does it almost for a measure, on, especially on the uh, on some solos. Um, can we go to 5-30? There's a drum solo where they actually, usually in a the band, they'll play a drum solo and they'll let everyone else drop off. The band keeps playing over the drum solo. 430. So, I'm, I'm going 430? Okay, that's where I'm... It's like we've done a podcast it, together before. Because goddamn it, this is where I want to go to. This too. is where Tool wants you to connect. Listen.
George, you can play message to Harry, uh, message to Harry Mandek for a second. I'm just going to read this one more quote just because we, we're never going to do this again. So I just want to read Maynard's quote from 46 and 2. And then we'll get on to this next song quickly. Uh, 46 and 2 is the depiction of evolution taken one step further from our existing 44 chromosomes. Are we capable of evolving further? Absolutely. It's in our geometry. It's there. We are moving. It's what all these people before us who are smarter have been telling us over and over. Every possible piece of architecture they left for us. Every drawing they left for us. They were more in tune and they, they understood wh where we were and where we're headed. They left all these cute little clues everywhere for us. So hopefully we'll wake up one day and go, oh, fuck. That's what I meant. <laughs> Message to Harry Man back, folks. Sacred geometry. so many massive songs on here this is just a little playthrough but i just i this is, we're doing this one time message to harry Manback. Uh, it's actually a real answer machine message mm -hmm. uh left to hot seat men shot from green jelly uh green jelly uh was a band that made little pig little pig let me in that was uh maynard's and danny's band before we actually went to maynard's 50th birthday party at uh at the greek, at the greek which theater which was a uh, perfect circle and pussifer yeah combo and combo they played shop. some tool songs yeah. and they played that song by played, green jello yeah. it was fucking beautiful it was people. Dope. yeah it was a lot of fun um just yeah just amazing and even whatever i'm not even gonna suck we're already sucking their cock enough now uh, but this is a real message from someone that was uh, kicked out. The person leaving the message was kicked out of Maynard's apartment. He was staying there. Uh, apparently, they found out that he was stealing shit. Just a bum. Just a bum. Yeah. Uh, and he leaves this horrible message. And in the beautiful, comedic way of Tool and Maynard, they wrote this beautiful piano underneath with seagulls. It's almost like before he starts saying stuff, it's that moment when you're at a beach you're looking out, and you hear that pan on the seagulls, and it's that cheesy, like... Chariots of fire, almost. Yeah, it almost, like, <laughs> too cliche. But there's something nice about it. You're just like, yeah, I'm peaceful. And then you hear, fuck you, fucking yeah. Americans. People, we don't have time to get into everything, but he, he just pretty much is saying, I hope you die of cancer, fucking Americans. Yeah. And it's played to this beautiful... One of three Americans is dying of cancer. You know, asshole, you're going to be one of those. <laughs> and there's another message of Harry Manback on the Saliva live CD. You can listen to it. It's, it's uh, Message to Harry Manback 2. And he actually called back later and left another message. Uh -huh. You can listen to that on the Saliva live record. Um, but just, again, it, it's a nice break. I, I think they realized that this is a lot of heavy shit coming at you. Yeah. 
and they do they do intermissions. They do. We're we're about to come up to the intermission, but they did that useful idiot. That was the first break. The first half of this album is kind of their. I don't want to say I'm I'm not putting down the second half of the album, but the first half is a masterpiece. The as first half is like, all right, cool, we got your attention. Now listen to this because we have some some shit to show you. That alone, yes, is one of the best first sides of. You got one, two, three, five, salt or four. Forty-six and two. Oh. Yeah, well, obviously, you don't count that. Yeah, those first four songs are. Yeah. Some of the best. Yeah. Rock music ever created. Mm-hmm. On one album, mm-hmm. on the first side. There you go. So they come out, and now, now we're we're not getting into jokey land, but I think they they want to take a little break from. They the wrote some epics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you a break as a yeah. listener, yeah. as a fan. And to fuck up all those hardcore metal dudes that are like, dude, what the, why is there a piano playing in seagulls? Yeah. You know, and if you're on acid, then this is just you're flying high, and you think you've you've reached karma. Um, and, you know, and even if you are on acid, this is a nice break for your brain. You've been listening to a lot of bludgeoning. You know, and it, it's fuck you. It's he says it in a very right when he says fuck you there, they go to this chord shift on the piano. He's like, you know what, fuck you, and it's a very nice tender chord they go to right after that. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. All right, so now we're gonna go with a very serious song, number seven. Wait, where are we, George, on the countdown to this? We go about to go into it. Yeah. Hooker with a penis, everyone. Hooker with a penis. Fucking finger up your ass, everyone. <laughs> Hooker with a penis, George. Hooker with a penis. The, uh, That's not hook her with a penis. It's hooker. This with a song, penis. yeah, and this song is not a joke, but it, it is. It's a nice break from the heaviness that George and I have been. Yeah. Is that a little heavy? Yeah, let me turn down a little bit. 
Alright, so, you know, I've read reviews that people think this song strays away from the whole concept of the album, and I don't at all. They, they think all of a sudden it's like, oh, now he's angry yelling at a fan, and they're like, oh, that's a fan. Yeah. Those are just pussy people yeah. who I'm just, I have no time for. Okay, so, this is. Let me just, can we just get into this part right here. And as far as a band cohesion here. little bridge there yeah. beautiful well, so i know we're trying to play in an attempt to play some of the music the here. instrumentals on this album i just all i can say is just listen to the album oh we got a little tip we're still recording yeah um i we could break down tons of different parts on this album i just just listen to the god album the instrumentals are the best you're gonna hear Anyways, we got Hooker with a penis. We're just trying to give you a, a narrative to go on as you listen to this amazing music. Okay, so this one is probably one of the more... Um, uh, but it's still... It's not looking into yourself, but it is. It's, yeah. it's a fan coming up to Maynard. Can we get it down just a little bit? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's one of the more uh, accessible yeah. methods... Or not methods... Uh, uh, narratives that he's trying to tell you here yeah he, it's a straight he, up story yeah it's a straight up story he's laying it from the beginning here i met a boy wearing vans 501s van uh jeans the levi's yeah and a dope beastie tee beastie nice boys. shout out to beastie boys nipple rings and a new tattoo and he claimed that he was ogt original gangster tool yeah, so like you know, he was saying, "Oh, I'm I'm fucking old school fan," you know, which tell, is tell five, this three years hilarious. Telling and and telling this to lead singer of the band that he likes. Back from '92, the first EP, opiate, um, and 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 just the story that Maynard's laying here is fucking yeah. Uh, it's, okay, he's laying the whole story here. So George said the guy's giving him shit. You know, I'm your fan from back in the day. You know, but I have a problem with you. And so now we jump over to Maynard. Maynard's hearing this come into his subconscious. This guy's giving me shit for being a sellout. And in between sips of Coke, mm -hmm. he told me he thought we were selling out, laying down, sucking up to the man. Now I got some advice for you, little buddy. Before you point the finger, you should know that I'm the man, and you're the man as well. And if I'm the man, and you're, you're the, the man, man, then he's the man as well. Just to point that fucking finger up for us. Put that fucking finger up your ass. So he's the guy here. He's saying, "Okay, I'm this fan," and this guy's like, "Yeah, you know what? You sold out." And and him saying, and Maynard saying, he's got Vans on, he's got Levi's on, he's got Beastie Boys. You're a walking T2. commercial. You're a walking of commercial. And you're telling me we sold out. Yeah. Um, you're you're walking around selling products that aren't you to other people every day. Yeah. And you're not making money off it. No. You're not even profiting from this. Mm hmm and you're calling me a sellout? You're the you're the sellout. Yeah. We're all the sellout people. It, and it's one of those moments it's it's 
there's a there's a song by Father John Misty is how I learned to love how I sort of learned to love the war about oil and that we all use oil for our own uh, way of life, but we complain about it. It's the same thing about this. We, there's a lot of people complaining about a lot of liberal type of people that complain about life that we're using Earth resources or that we're capitalism is evil, and they are the and it's not even their fault. They don't even realize it that they're part of the product. They're living in a system that they're, and, and I get it. I get they want to get out of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're gonna point at someone and say, you know, you sold out, and you're a walking commercial. I mean, this song should be called a walking commercial. It yeah. made me realize when I was young too, that I was too. I'm walking around with Nike shoes on, or whatever the fuck I had on. And you're, you don't even realize you're, you're paying for I you're, think I'm. I you're, think, you're buying I'm, 150 dollar or 250 dollar Nike pairs of shoes for what? You're buying a. Uh, you're buying. A, you know. No, but I think Vans, I'm, I'm expressing myself. Yes, sure. But, but you, then you're gonna have the. You're gonna be such a hypocrite to tell. You know, the, and, and maybe the story happened. Maybe it didn't happen. But the narrative there is, is like, okay, you're part of the problem. Or, you don't or, even realize. Or it. not even that. That you think the problem of life is on an outside level. Instead of, again, what we keep going back to is looking in on yourself. Mm -hmm. Stop blaming. You, you can blame the higher elites. You can blame the rich people. But until you actually the take a look they. at yourself. The they. They. They is so. Who's I they? I heard they say. Did you hear that they said that, George? Yeah, they. They, yeah, last they night, are the, the problem. They. If we get rid of they. Yeah. Oh, man. The it, world's going to be. If, if we just stop letting they tell us what to do, we're, we'll be fine. It's they. It's they, guys. So, so, so keep fighting the they, and you're doing a good job of doing nothing. Anyways. Um, and then he goes on this little rant at the end. And, and again, this is 20 years old, so nowadays it, it almost sounds like Bill Hicks jokes where you're like, oh, look at them being all important. But when I heard this as a 16-year-old in 1996, it was, pretty, uh, it was pretty huge. Yeah. All you read and wear and see and hear on TV is a product begging for your fat ass dirty dollar. Yeah, let's so let's go shut back. up and buy my new record. Let's go back and hear that. Let's go. Let me go back a little bit more. All you know about me is what I've sold you, dumb fuck. I sold out long before you heard my name. I sold my soul to make a record, damn shit, and you bought one. more money. Yeah, that. Yeah. 
the bass and guitar, the salt at that end is just is crazy. Yeah. So music wise, so you got a, a person that wants you to play music that was what you guys were like before you sold out. This song is the closest to that. That's why this song is an anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, all right, this is what you want. Mm-hmm. Well, here you go. Here's a, I saw something. But else. as I do, sorry, no, no. as I do this, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself because I get it more and more. We're, we made this shit. You didn't, I know you're a fan and we owe you all the appreciation because you helped us out. But you have no input at all. Yeah, there's a... Uh, People the, on Facebook on who give inputs on bands, you have no input. Yeah. You're not creative. Go back to your job and shut the fuck up. And let the yeah. Let the, the let the creatives do their job. There's a there's a line in here that kind of gets lost in the whole sound. It's all you know about me is what I've sold you, dumb fuck. I sold out long before you even heard my name. I sold my soul to make a record dipshit, and you bought it. Yeah. So it's you, like before you even fucking knew I was, and you're calling me a sellout. Yeah. You bought everything I've ever sold. Yeah. And so go fuck yourself. I sang about getting molested as a child. I'm a fucking sellout. I just exposed myself, which I'm gonna get ridiculed for forever. Yeah. And who are you with your little fucking cute little get up? You're just a stupid whiny cunt. Whiny bitches. Donald Trump, he's a whiny bitch. Get rid of whiny people. What, I'm tired of whiny people. What's your uh, What's your thought on on that line? Uh, now I've ha- I've got some advice. Uh, or it's hard not to say it the way he sings it. Now I've got some advice for you, little buddy. Before you point the finger, you should know that I'm the man. And if I'm the man, then you're the man, and he's the man as well. So you can point that fucking finger up your ass. Yeah. It's just what, 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 what? Why is he saying? What, what makes it? Or why do you think he's saying I'm the man? You're the man as well. And that guy right over here is the man too. Well, it's just we're all playing the same game. Okay. Yeah. Like you're. You're telling me that I'm selling you out on product or just selling you out on some bullshit philosophy. But then right now I look at you and you're pretty much telling me that the Beastie Boys, I should listen to them. I should drink Coca-Cola. I should wear 501 jeans. You know, you're just... Wear some bands. You're saying shit without saying shit. And let me... Let me... I think the man himself should be quoted. Yeah. Besides me. I know I'm a genius. Um... Let's, let's skip to a good part. The underlying principle of the song is we're all naked in this together. And this is a good thing. It's not He's not even pointing out that guy. He's saying, yeah, you're fucked, but I'm fucked too. It's a song about nudity. You can say the song itself has a surface thing that you are getting into, but then it kind of has a bonus. He pauses to, bu- to, bu- to divide pink frosted cherry Pop-Tart in half, owning in sarcasm. A bonus element in that it's kind of like picking up a hooker and finding out she has a penis. It's a bonus. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, him, I, um, if you want to listen to like, a lot of musicians aren't really good at talking. They're good at expressing themselves through music. Mm-hmm. Maynard, just look up Maynard interviews on sure. YouTube. It's yeah. Delightful. He's on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. Well, he's been on, I think, twice. Twice. And both times, he's like, great. They, 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 Rogan doesn't know enough about Tool to talk about Tool. I almost wish he talked more about it, but he does A little bit more, but it's yeah. nice knowing I get Maynard it. as a person, not yeah. a Tool no, guy. I totally get it. Yeah. Just, I'm infatuated. I want to know more, but I get yeah. it. 
Um, yeah, so he's on Rogan's. He's on other, just other great interviews. He's well-spoken, smart as fuck. Yeah. And he fucks with you in a great way. He's probably fucking with me, and I probably believe a lot of his bullshit. Um, he's just... Uh, I don't know. I just I'm glad that guy's alive in this universe. Same thing with Father Darmissi. I know we don't have his podcast, but uh, yeah, we haven't look. mentioned we lost that podcast. It's out to the ether. Sorry to yeah. our fans. We will do it in the far distant future. But for now, uh, Father John Misty podcast is gone. But Father Sorry, John guys. Misty and Maynard James Keenan, they're not alike, but they are. Just listen to them on the internet. I know people call them pretentious, whatever, but so aren't you. And we all are. I'm pretentious. George is too. Fuck you, yeah. buddy. Fuck you, buddy. And and the thing I like about uh, going into that song is message to Harry, uh, Harry Manback was, uh, fuck you, you fucking American. And you all bitch. of a sudden, the next song is like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, it's a nice little compliment to Harry. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's something there to sure. that. Sure. Uh, so yeah, um, you know, as 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 much as you complain about capitalism, as you know, there's there's, I mean, it's it's still the best. I, I don't know, unless someone can think of a better way to to live, um, it's got its problems, but we're all whores. As yeah. uh, as as we're clicking here, I see the Apple sign on George's computer. What, George? I've covered. Why it don't up. you buy another computer? I've covered it up, Charlie. If you uh, see it, I can't I've hang made out. my own little thing of blue tape and white you. tape. I can't I'm not a you. whore, dude. I don't have any corporate affiliations on my. As we drink uh, Sierra, Sierra Nevada, Nevada fine pale Sierra ale. Nevada pale Cheers. ale. Uh, the summer pack is very good. The the this uh, pale ale that we're drinking right now. Yeah. It's a li- this is like a this is the standard. This pale is the OG. Ale. This is the uh, the OG SV. OG SV. Um, but uh, the the summer pack, the other ones in here. Have been you like great. the other one? Yeah. This uh, the Nooner. Nooner has been great. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Nooner Pilsner is really good. Nooner Pilsner highly suggests the the Sierra Nevada uh, Summer Pack. So is that what it's called Summer Pack. Yeah, Summer yeah. Pack. If you're alive in 2016 and you're listening uh, right now, Sierra mm-hmm. Nevada Summer Pack, you got the uh, 11.5 Play-Doh, which is the IPA. You got the Hopper that Lager. That's pretty good too. Yeah. You got the Nooner, the Pilsner, and then you got the standard uh, Pale Ale that we're drinking right now. So very solid. Yeah. Powerful Sierra Nevada. Yeah, enjoy your life, folks. Uh-huh. And stop judging everyone. And just have a beer and sit back. And also go have uh, some of Maynard's uh, wine. I think it's called... Uh, what's the thing where it's a fake... Fake... Or it's a... It's called a Merrick? No, a tunic? No, it's a cubic area wig. Wow. Anyways, doesn't matter. And also, will... make sure once in your life to take LSD. Yeah. Okay. Have some fun. All right. So I now that was that was that, ho- enough. that was hooker with a penis. Song number seven. We would go to the fifty-six second intermission here. Eight. So uh, and we're track gonna, number eight. We're gonna play this and go right into Jimmy. 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 Thank you. 
we're going into the you know if you're looking at a vinyl way we're going to the second section second side of this album we're starting with jimmy underline jimmy all right let's first before we go too far intermission how, that's, like a weird... how that's on a heavy metal album uh, I, again i'm sorry to say heavy metal on a heavy album it sounds like a joke like someone who plays organ would just play for fun like a, like a or like a carnival yeah carnival tune yeah yeah it's a little break they know that shit's been heavy. They want you to take a break, but also, if you listen to the riff, do do ba do 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 ba do do do, that's this riff right now that you're listening to, folks. When you listen to something with distortion, it sounds evil. When you listen to it on an organ, it sounds adorable. So just remember that every time you listen to music, evilness is just is subjective. It's just a filter. It's whatever you take towards it, and I think. This is kind of their joke part from then on, is the intermission's kind of a joke. They go into other things where they're just kind of fucking you with what you think evil, quote, music is, and just prying on that, just to yeah. fuck with your head. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Although Jimmy's not Jimmy's not a tongue-in-cheek song no, at no, all. No, 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 no. I don't mean this song. This song's actually dark as fuck. Yeah. So we get Jimmy underlined. Dark, not, not, not in an evil way, but in a, in a real life, this is... This is this is some shit. All right, you don't have to be the smartest person on the planet. Now, what was the singer's name? Maynard James Keenan. James, James. James is uh, often referred for a, a, a pseudonyme or a shortened version of Jimmy. Well, no, Jimmy is of, of, of James. So James, Jimmy, I mean Maynard. Maynard is such a fucking weird name. James is Jimmy. This is Jimmy. The song's called Jimmy. Boom. There you go. I also want to thank Ebon Schlettler for playing the organ. At the uh, intermission. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so we're at Jimmy. This song, we're going back to. We're going back to Undertow kind of feeling here, where he's not reverting, but he's. He, he grew up in Ohio and he says, Under a Dead Ohio Sky. We're going back to 11 year old. James Maynard James Keenan. Yeah. He's, you know, the Beatles go back and do Strawberry Fields Forever and uh, Penny Lane. Penny Lane. This is their Penny Lane, but it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a, a darker, it's a darker street yeah. that we've got now. But that's okay. There's no right way to go back to your childhood as long as you're being honest. That's fine. People ask, what is eleven? It's very simple. It's right. He was 11 years old. It's James, Manny James Keenan is 11 year old boy. Now, I can't confirm all this, but at 11 years old, Maynard's um, mother had a stroke. An aneurysm. An aneurysm. And she was never the same after that. Her name was Judith. If you know the perfect circle, there's a yeah. song and the wine. There's a wine name after her. Uh, she was no longer a functioning person. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how else to say. There's it. a, there's a, the aneurysm. Um, I think there's like a ten percent um, survival rate where if you have an aneurysm, you have like you know ten minutes to be okay. That would be ten minutes. That, Guess how long she lived? Huh? After that, ten thousand days. days. Oh. 
Geometry. It's that perfect geometry. No, that's actually what happened. His mom died about 27 years later, 10,000 days later. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't think this shit's personal in this band, I mean... Go fuck yourself. He, he wrote a song. A ten, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> but also, 27 is when a lot of people die, too. 10,000 days. And it's like they can't handle 10,000 days of life. Yeah. George is coming up to it. We'll see if he makes it, folks. I got two more years, so enjoy this podcast while you got it. Let's get the Deadpool going on. Will George make it past 10,000 days? If you guys want to put 10 grand on it and put some fucking odds on there, and I have some kids before that. No, fuck George. Me. Give me the money if he doesn't make it. (laughs) I'll put it in towards this podcast. Okay, so what was it like to see the face of your own stability sudden looking away, leaving you with the dead and hopeless? That line right there tells me that this song is the first time, you know, the way that the song is relatable is that it's the first time life's fucked Jane, uh, Maynard. It's the Everything first time was... life is fucking you and being like, you know what, all your cute little aspirations and your cute um, uh, uh, view on the world or your cute little um, imaginary. Sure. It, guess what? Here's a fucking thumb up your ass. Or well, a fist up your ass, life. Yeah, well, is, I mean, is gonna fuck with you. Your life, we all know, we've all been children. Mm-hmm. Is mom and dad, or mom or dad, whatever yeah. you grew up with, is God. Yeah, and that's all there is. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is kind of weirdos. And eleven years old, that, and then at eleven is mom. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird time to lose the your guardian. You're a baby. You're a baby at that time, man. Then that's the. I think that's the line. Is like, I mean, if if this was. You know, if this happened when he was 22, whatever would be different, it, it would probably still be the same story. But it's the first time that something in his life has has really affected him. And like, oh shit, this is this is for real. Like, there's real not consequences. It's like but, you woke up from a dream. Yeah, you, I was living this beautiful life. You know, the, the face of stability. Suddenly looking away, leaving you with the dead and the hopeless. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, okay, well, our, my little, my uh, my beautiful little uh, safety blanket's gone now. Yeah. And I guess I got to be a fucking adult now yeah. or a human being yeah. or like I can't just be a child living a child's life. I got to now deal with the fact that my mother is have, you know, my, my, one of my gods is uh, rendered, rendered incapacitated from something that just happens out of random and apparently i have a stepdad that's sexually abusing me that's that that's not a good no alternative no it's not to go to try to write this into a song uh is a a bit uncomfortable and you can feel in this song this isn't one of like the first side of the album has like a catchiness to this this just it's these this song is epic uh instrumentally but he's really going to uh, a dark moment here. Yeah. Um, going childhood, you know, everything was kind of bright, and then everything's under a dead Ohio sky. It's it's going back, trying to find that person, and I've heard stories from people in my life that have gone through therapy, that have had childhood issues. And there's like a therapy where they hypnotize you back to that moment where you either you either saw death or you were molested and they bring you right to that point and you see yourself grow into a human from that point because you were so long stuck as that little child i know that's really weird and trippy but that's I've heard a real it. thing yeah 
I've heard it. I'm, you know, it's. I've just heard it from firsthand experience. Jesus. Where they because you stopped you stopped evolving from that point. Well, it just it was such a culture, uh, not culture shock. It was such a shifting moment in your life. Your your little body couldn't hold it. It's it's like the girls that have those little, the, the girls you see in porn that have the little girl voices. Like, hey, daddy. They're stuck in that moment where someone fucked them when it shouldn't have been done, and all of a sudden they're they're that's their purpose is the pleasure of that yeah people that go through traumatic events will get caught in that moment and they can't they'll, they'll be functioning and you'll be talking to them they still feel like they're that that's that's what they say about like michael jackson that's why Absolute, he dealt with the whole absolutely. thing like, yeah he Damn. was caught as a little black child he turned into a white old yeah. guy yeah yeah but uh it, it's a hypnotize. It's a hypnotize where you, it makes you go back to that moment, whatever it was that fucked up moment. And whether you're abused or you saw someone die or someone told you that your mom died or whatever, um, that you have to wake up from that and just realize like you keep going from there. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't stifle. <laughs> Very dark song. Um, yeah, I mean at least like you know. I mean, he's, yeah, he's writing this song, what, probably 10 years, 20 years, or, you know, 10 to 20 years after this happened, and he's, he's sort of trying to not get back to what Jimmy is, but trying to help little Jimmy out. Yeah, he's talking to his younger self. You're too scared to realize this. You are the voice that's calling me back home. Under a dead Ohio sky, eleven has been, and I will be waiting, defending his light and wondering, what the hell have I been? Sleeping lost and numb, I'm so glad I found you, but I'm I'm wide awake and heading home. So it's like him as an adult, he's, he's being able to fucking cope, finally cope with it, but he's trying to tell 11-year-old Jim Maynard, James Keenan, yeah. that, you know, it's going to be okay, but for right now, I understand what shit you're going through, because, like, imagine we can tell... If, if if I could tell me when I, you know, got my heart broken for the first time or my, you know... Or molested. I luckily never was. Um, but, you know, it, it, I haven't had these traumatic experiences. Think whoever is responsible for my life, God or otherwise, that I haven't had these traumatic experiences in my life. Um, but if I did, I would... I, I can imagine just being like... It's gonna be okay, or may, if maybe I never pulled out of it. I don't know. Who yeah. knows? I haven't had those experiences, yeah. so I, I can't put myself in those shoes. Can't truly put myself in those shoes. But if you're someone who's been molested, or someone who did have, you know, the most traumatic thing I ever experienced as a kid was my fucking cat getting hit as a kid. Yeah. Me, me having to being a six year old kid and taking the cat that was dead from my on my street to take it away so my little sister didn't see it that at the time was the most traumatic thing I've ever experienced that comparing to what other people have Maynard's gone through what what I don't know maybe you've gone through whatever anybody else has gone through yeah. everybody's experiences is different yeah I can't even put myself in the shoes of being a kid who's molested by a stepfather or, or um, you know any anything like that right like the Barry Kerman's thing we were saying I can't I can't even imagine that so for me like I I I feel the song in the way that it's like you want to tell your former self it's gonna be okay just 
you know, step by step, inch by inch. He's talking, gonna get to, he's talking to Jimmy. Yeah, he's talking himself. to little, to you know, I would be little Gita, like little Jimmy. Here, it's gonna be okay. We can, we can do this together. We'll be okay. And he's singing in retrospect, and and in, in, in him in Maynard singing the song or writing the song, he is speaking to people who are. Who have had these who these experiences and what Tool fans kind of attract is they kind of attract I or what Tool what Tool attracts is kind of those people who've just been not fucked literally. It or doesn't physically. have to be exactly what he. No, went. yeah, it's the experience of, of of trauma at an early age where it's like that's where I will I'm stuck at that and I haven't progressed past that. And that's exactly what it is. That, that the whole thing of this is cleansing your soul, anima, mm -hmm. but it's realizing instead of letting yourself be victim and that's fine but no don't let that don't let that conquer you like you can be a fucking great person you can even be better you can overcome this and be better than what anyone ever thought you would be or what you thought you could be we all have that dark voice inside of us that tells you your shit every day i don't know what it is but it feels like everyone i've talked to i'm sure some people will say they met they don't have that that's fine but there's that voice inside of you that's kind of bringing you down. You need to meditate on that. If, did it stop? No, that's oh. good. No, um, I, I, it did cut out a little bit. Um, but as far as someone that goes through something like this, I can't imagine, I'm not saying he's helped thousands of people, but it must be a relief to hear something like this if you've gone through this. I've never gone through anything like this. Mm -hmm. But I can't imagine how nice it is to hear Someone at a prominent S level. Someone that you respect and, and adore, I'm sure. And he's gonna go there. Say stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's very uncomfortable, and I get, I get you don't want to put this on at a. This isn't a party song. No. <laughs> oh, no. 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 It is anything but. Um, and, and, and again, this whole this this song specifically is just reminding me. Go see. I believe it's on Netflix. Go watch that. Um, Barry Crimmins movie, Call Me Lucky is what it's called, um, directed by Bobcat Goldwaite. Gold, Goldwait. Now I do want to go, can we go 335? Yes. Let's go to instruments here. Let's listen to this. 335? Yes. Listen to how aggressive this gets. I don't ever remember 
Jimmy, folks. Uh, yeah, just another five-minute epic song. Yeah. Really, really deep. Really dark. Beautiful. Uh, now, you think we're going dark. No, we'll Let's, go dark. We'll go dark. We'll go dark. We'll, it's going to get real it. dark real quick. Let's explain it. Let's go into it. D.R. Von Satan. This is the part of the album I don't agree with. This is talking about burning of the Jews. Yeah, George. this is where this is where Tool gets really. Um, it's in German. Anti-Semitic and like fucking dangerously white nationalist. Yeah. you know. It's saying burn everyone that isn't white. Die von Satan. It's strictly in German. There's some. Um, what does it mean? Just fucking with you guys. <laughs> All they're doing is saying a recipe for how to cook eggs. Oh. Or sorry, how to cook uh, how to cook uh, cookies, how to make cookies. But That's with, all this is. It is no, none of the things we just said. But with no deviled eggs. No, no deviled eggs. Devil yes. Eggs. Which means no Jews. Okay. Diane von Satan means the eggs of Satan. Ein Habler das Schatzbulker means half a cup of powdered sugar. Ein Werter Teffel Salz means quarter tablespoon of salt. Ein Messer Pizza Tuschkechesk means one knife tip of Turkish hash. Ein Habespun Butter means half a pound of butter. Ein Tuffel von den Bulken means one teaspoon of vanilla sugar. But we're hearing it with this like. These gates of hell opening and closing, and all it is is a recipe for cookies. I Moral of so. the story, George: <laughs> You can make. Don't anything. be quick to judge. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its cover. Folks. Fucking tool. Yep. But of course, you would throw it on the most evil-sounding album ever. It you sounds like the gates of Auschwitz opening and closing I was really fooled. quick. I was fooled. I was too. I was too. I didn't know. Die Er von Satan, the eggs of Satan. <laughs> Originally called the final recipe. Wow. Yeah, they were playing a dangerous game here. Like, imagine. I I'd imagine that Tool has a certain percentage that are white nationalists. 
Um, and just like, yeah, Maynard's fucking telling the goddamn truth. That's why I killed the fucking Jews. And it's like, no, 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 no. I've never seen a, I've never seen a, an artist that has just been like making fun of his own fans. Yeah. Like, if you're a fucking ignoramus, yeah. Fuck yourself. I don't care if you bought all my records. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And they get so offended. Even though they're the white nationalist party. Yeah. So uh, that, the voice is Mark Fox. He's a bass player from Zoom and Sex Tapes. Yeah, so this is a hash cookie uh, recipe with no eggs. Yeah, just, which the, just is the, no like a, juice. A, a, <laughs> a, <laughs> weed, sat, weed cookies with no juice. You get the crowd sharing. It just sounds evil. And I'm sorry, German people, but your language. Stop making Hitler, it. Why do you have to be Hitler so ruined aggressive? it? It's just it sounds evil. Bill Burr said it on his podcast, but it, it, it the Germans would be such great people who've done such great things, if not only for ten to twelve years of their history. Make great cars. They will be fucked. And 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 I forget where I heard this. Maybe this was uh, Dan Carlin on, on 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 Hardcore History. Maybe at some point within the German within human uh, history, maybe not because now we have everything recorded. But if, in case anything goes. You know, guys like Alexander the Great or, Geng or Genghis Khan are people who are equally as bad or evil as Hitler. But Hitler was in recorded history, um, so maybe yeah, the maybe maybe the Germans will never never recover from that, or or yeah, not Germany will never recover from that. But there will be a time maybe that the that Hitler will be or <laughs> the Germans will be forgiven for this 10 years and 12 years in their in their history and people will start saying well you know what Hitler what actually Hitler did was he pushed uh, science a little along a little farther he pushed e economics uh, pretty good and, and, and we did and we did grab a lot of their scientists a lot of their scientists and and people do the same thing with Genghis Khan where Genghis Khan was this guy who fucking destroyed millions and millions of people and, and raped and pillaged and burned everything down but what he's known for now is being this great leader who created uh, travel roads back and forth but because we're so far removed from that we can see the great he did and we forget the and this is not at all what this song is about but and now we're talking the, and now I'm sort of saying we're going to forget what Hitler did wrong and I apologize because I'm not at all saying that Hitler is a good person but you know but time, time takes time. It, uh, yeah, exactly. He's not apologizing for Hitler. Hitler can go fuck himself. But fuck I, himself in his stupid fucking mustache. But I think even in our times now, you look at what George. Oh God, I'm not even gonna get into it. George Bush, what he did, and you know, I don't know. It's not as evil sometimes you think things are. I think some people think they're doing something better. Dude, fuck Hitler. Don't. Put us in that. Yeah, that's that's what they were doing. Don't in this quote. Joke. Don't quote this. Whatever. Don't I didn't want to get into it. Let's just move before on before we start getting weird. Uh, we're going into. We'll go from this fucking Hitler speech. Life's into, a joke, everyone. Life's a dream. Float, float along. We're going into number eleven. Push it. Push it. Push it. I really, since oh, I really don't like Hitler. Oh, 
Push it. Push it. All right, we're back on to another epic nine-minute song. Uh, this is three more. We got. We only got three more songs, but we're on song number nine, and it ends on 15. So we have a couple of little segues in between. Yeah. Uh, for you people that don't, or maybe never heard the song, push it is push shit. Yep. Push it or push shit. Get it? Got it. Push shit. Uh, is this loud or not? I feel like I'm yelling. I mean, I, I'm going very principled, easy part, but this is a, a great sign, overcoming fear. Uh, you know, a, a, an abusive relationship, someone pushing shit on top of you for a codependent kind of relationship where you're, you're taking on things that someone else should be dealing with. You're not their healer. That's not how relationships work. You should help someone, but you're not the one that takes on their... Uh, their abuse. You're not the cause of their problems. Yes. Uh, and I feel like that's what this song, you know, to me, what, you know, they, again, they, these songs are so uh, elusive. There's no right way. But I really like, as far as musically, I think this is one of their epic uh, musical kind of uh, piece of works. Turn this up, right there. What part? What? What time is this? Four. Yeah. So they go into that nice little heavy roll and then everything drops out for a while um going to 820 <laughs> where are you now i don't know why that's so funny Four minutes. go to eight minutes and 20 seconds I on know. this song <laughs> I, I, for people that just want to hear about talking about instrumentation i get it but this, these songs are so long are we 820 in like Middle Eastern. Push it. Now, there's a, uh, they came out with a live album after this. I feel like I'm uh, in a whole area. Uh, they came out with a live album after this called Salival. And we'll, we'll post it on our website. But Push It and uh, Third Eye 
the live versions of those on that album, they took those songs to another dimension. Um, and we'll post them, but they're really great. These are, these are two epic songs. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what else there really is to say for this song. Um, it's nine minutes long, nine minutes, 40 seconds, only 10 minutes long. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said before, over, overcoming fear, uh, in an abusive relationship, pushing shit on someone that, uh, is your own issues and pushing that on them to make a codependent relationship. Um, he goes into this kind of almost Radiohead type of ending, but even more darker. Just remember, I will always love you, even as I tear your fucking throat away. But it will end no other way. Oh, boy. Is he talking about Eagle? His own ego? Is he talking about the, the stepdad that fucked him? I don't know, um, but musically, I, yeah, this song is kind of elusive to me. It's it's really all over the place in a great way. And um, that what you were saying of just like other people's issues becoming your issues, and and, and that vicious circle that that is that that's definitely that's definitely going on throughout the whole way, the whole, throughout the whole song here. Yeah. Rest your finger, rest your trigger on my finger. Bang my head upon the fault line. Take care not to make me answer because if I do, we don't both, we both may disappear. It's definitely got that like codependency issue, codependent problems here. Push codependent, me, you know. Yeah, push me somewhere I don't want to be. Seeing someplace I don't want to see. Never want to see that place again. Yeah. Saw that gap again today. As you're begging me to say, push, pushing me to push myself away. Yep. And it's not that no one wants to help you deal with your issues, but uh, you're throwing unwarranted issues on someone that professionally can't help you deal with this. And you're throwing a load on someone. And that's uh, it's a lot for an average human to, to handle. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're getting to boundaries where... Hopefully they're trying to cleanse their soul, Enema, uh, and you're just piling on more, more shit. And that doesn't mean relationships you can't put your issues and, and have someone help you out with it. But uh, sometimes you need to know the borderline of where uh, an, an average person can help you, an actual professional. Uh, but I, again, I think it's just the the music is just great. There's a uh, at five minutes is a nice breakdown too. If you want to go to five minutes, I, I think these some of these parts are just musically just some of their best moments. Is this five? Song. Yeah, what what exactly are we doing here? (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's go on, Soul. This is what's been happening the entire record. I probably were going to something like else. Second, like that, like he sounds confused. Like I don't even want to be. What? Where are we? This is the wrong record. <laughs> I'm singing the wrong song. Who should? It's got some weird background stuff going on. But like a little bit in this song is also the what we were saying for. Um, saying earlier for eulogy or forget what it was but push it's kind of in the same way where we're talking about him being a father and not wanting to fuck it up yeah i H. think huh h h sorry yeah yeah i think um i think i think this one kind of has the same the same yeah or you could see it in the same way um of just of just not wanting to, of, of just fear of fucking things up that yeah. you want to just push push things away not not so actually you don't deal have with to it. deal with the actual yeah. problems yeah 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 um, it's, I, I have that too choke childish feelings um, jealousy envy possession mm -hmm. those things that we just love to hold on to but those are you're you're being a child and I I have to deal with this a lot jealousy envy possession i mean that's the that's the human way yeah. yeah it's very tough to let that go but absolutely you feel embarrassed when you know when you actually think about what you're getting upset about if you're envious someone it's not it's not anything they're doing no it's you it's your own bullshit uh if you're jealous same thing and then if you possess someone a woman or a man whatever your relationship or friends you're just trying to put them in a, a hole just to make you feel comfortable. So yeah, there's there's the push it on many sides. You push on other people that you don't realize. If you don't if you don't stand up to my standards, I'm not gonna be your friend anymore. Yeah. And you know that's that's fair, but no one's gonna stand up to your standards. So push it. Yeah. Stop being a dick. Push it real good. Push it in your asshole. <laughs> we'll move on here, unless you have anything else there. <laughs> no, I think I covered it right there. good, yeah. We are moving on to track number 12. This we is going to be quick. I don't even going to get into It's called... Cesaro Summability. Yeah, we're going to do it quick. I'm not even going to get into the mathematical things. We don't have time. We don't have time. Time is all we have. Nice. There's a rebirth. That's all I'm going to say here. Yeah. It's dark. Sounds like a baby. A lot of people don't like this part of the album. But if you think about the whole progression of flushing your soul away and rebirth. It's fitting. Yes. Let's go into the main title song. Amy Mine. The hit of 1996. The dance craze. Enema.
beautiful to think that this was a pop song in my uh, teen years on the radio. <laughs> Love it. Makes me feel happy to be loved. Yeah. All these cunts listening to just garbage. Anyways, yep, being very opinionated right now. Yeah, and but, uh, he, it, this is definitely... If this is a cleansing of your soul, if this guy wants to cleanse culture of tired... Of what? Of, of no enlightenment. Of just... Of shallow... The shallowness. And yeah, I know we got it now. We live... We're so thick in the shallow of our lives that you know we got reality television stars... Um, I think it was Rogan or someone that talked about if you actually look at the reality television of like the Kardashians and all that shit I know it's cliche to talk about them but they make their lives look so interesting because it's so like edited oh now they're at the store now they're at fast frame oh god and now they're talking about drama and their lives are boring your lives are boring and you're watching that you're boring give me an opinion about life besides they're shallow they have nothing to offer I know Kanye West is with them and I think he's a great artist um, but just that whole reality television thing is just soul sucking. Yeah. And you're a waste of life. And, I mean, this whole thing is kind of a, you know, and they live, they, the, the band, the guys, they live in, or they're, at the time of this record, they live in LA, Los Angeles, and they are kind of just shitting on LA and it's a uh, industry, um, industry heavy people here that come here for, you know, to, to make it in the entertainment industry and you you fret for your figure and you fret for your latte fret for your lawsuit and you fret for your hairpiece and you fret for your prozac and your pilot and your contract and your car it's a bullshit three-ring circus sideshow of freaks here in the hopeless fucking hole we call la and it's like yeah i mean you, you can make it he, he's anybody who's come here who's come to los angeles to try to make it in the you know, quote unquote entertainment industry and they don't make it in one way or another even shit even if even if they do make it they can you you tend there are a lot of entertainment people in los angeles and i hear this all the time and as a los angeles native it's like how many of my friends that i know are in the in entertainment industry you know to say like oh oh my friends came here to make it like if you if, if you come here to if you come to los angeles to make it in the entertainment industry then those are the people you're going to surround yourself with yeah. and tool being people who came to los angeles to to, to you know fucking make it in the entertainment industry it, they're no they're no better in this in this song than him you know he's he's the guy he's calling everybody out in la but it's like in the same way he's part of the problem He's part of the problem. Come here to LA to to suck it of its resources of, of, of fame and fortune and and and, and um, accessibility to everything, you know. Um, but I agree with that. But if you're gonna do that without actually saying anything, just to be famous with a shallow shell, sure. Or how? Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, and it, go, it goes back to one of the songs we were talking about earlier. Of just you know oh no sorry that was in Deftones of of, uh, of Ripe or uh, not Ripe um, what's it called sorry uh, having a brain fart the um, you're you're gonna you're gonna when you're ripe you're gonna you're bleed out, out of control, control. yeah you know that, that that same kind of thing and he, what he's what he's saying here is like I hope you fucking L A you guys are gonna wash away. We were saying earlier, you're gonna wash away into the ocean, like the Bill Hicks joke. 
That's why he says, I'll see you in Arizona Bay. There's no fucking bay in Arizona. Yeah. He's, he's wishing that California or L.A. as a whole would just wash out into the ocean. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously you got to live here. Um, this is just, first of all, just a huge dedication to Bill Hicks, and he has an album, Arizona Bay. Um, there's part of it that's what would happen if all the lights went out. Yeah. Uh, is the actor going to save you? Yeah. Who's the superhero into some fucking bullshit story? Yeah. No. It's the man that's grown up with a fucking gun and fucking knows how to grow his own food. Mm-hmm. We also got the overly paranoid that think that's all you need to do and that you'll survive. You'll actually be the hero. You'll, yeah, exactly. Grow your own fucking corn and that's it. Yeah, we got it, dude. You have enough money to do that. But I guess most of us can't, you fucking cunt. Yeah. Um, but I think the song is just people that are leading us not towards enlightenment, just more shallow behavior. Now, I don't agree that a lot of entertainment isn't. I think they're trying to spread more great stories that make you think about parts of life that you don't live. And that's a great thing about TV. Mm-hmm. You're kind of subjectively looking at yourself and other places that I just find it I just find it adorable when people come to Los and and maybe I'm being overly defensive here and this song's definitely doing the same thing that a lot of people a lot of people who come to LA will say or people in the entertainment street oh LA is such a such a vein and such a um, you know such a shallow place where it's like if yeah if that's what you came here to do you came here to be in the entertainment industry. Yes, the entertainment industry is shallow and vain. Yeah. You know, not Los Angeles. It's not Los Angeles's fault because people want to come here for, for uh, you know, for, for 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 fame essentially, and it ultimately goes back to fame and and people and their problems in in, in the entertainment industry. This hopeless fucking hole, you know, as as as, as Maynard saying here. Yeah. Um, but it's it's it's. But you, I think it, once you get into the business, you realize there's just leeches that grab onto you and your art. Sure. And just want to suck off of your sure. money. Just like anything else. Yeah. Um, but there's, it's it's almost like you're not even, there's like actors that you're not even being creative. You're just reading off of other people's lines. Yeah. There's just, you know, I'm, he goes off into different things here. Fuck Eleanor Hubbard. And fuck all his clones. Fuck all these gun-toting hip gangster wannabes yeah so and this is 96 and this is you yeah know, in the, so in fuck the, all the gangster rappers and gangster that whole rap. lifestyle fuck Elrond hubbard and you know pretty much fuck religion fuck retro anything so anyone that goes back and does almost what we've heard in all music is people just kind of copy other old style of music mm-hmm. you can't say that tool sounds like an old style man mm-hmm. so yeah they're being higher than everyone else fuck your tattoos fuck all you junkies and fuck your short-term memory i mean that's potheads coming out of products too yeah just or just junkies in yeah, general just, yeah. just fuck all you junkies and fuck your short memory learn to swim learn to swim much, you know what it's just a nice fuck you to everyone even yeah. himself you know fuck smiley, it's just a general fuck you fuck smiley glad hands with hidden agendas politicians uh fuck these dysfunctional insecure actresses we know many of them that just care about how beautiful they are you know the actress wishing that she wasn't noticed but she wants everyone to look at her and the actress wishing that she could but yeah it's a darker way of saying it mm-hmm. but it's just straight it, there's no uh, poetic way to say it it's just tired of it mm-hmm. now yeah you're right growing up here you're like well not these people have a dream and they all have good intentions but I think I'll, what he's saying is that you just you don't really have any other uh there's no other use for you. <laughs> yeah. 
became your your uh, a so leech. It, a leech. Yeah, you're you're sucking off this entertainment leech. You think that like if I think it's if you think you're gonna get you're gonna get somewhere, you're gonna get a TV show, and then what? Nothing gets. You're still you. Yeah. And, and just he's tired. He, sh- he just wants a vacation from it. It's an anima cleaning cleaning of everything. And and if you actually meet people that haven't made it, quote unquote. They are kind of terrible people. Can be. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, I guess anyone could be terrible, but just people that talk about things that they've done. It's like, who cares? It's just another job. So you're on TV, so people see you. And? Yeah. What's so special about you? What are you... How are you better because everybody sees you? You're on TV, so people... You know why? Because you're hot. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's just quickly, before I know go all negative about it, it's actually a positive sign. Mm-hmm. Get back in touch with the collective unconscious and learn to swim with everyone in there. Know how connected everything is, literally, figuratively, spiritually. Join the collective pool. You know, the farmer, he's more important than you are. He's Absolutely. the one growing the fucking food. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's more what it is. It's just let's uh, we're all living off the fantasy of Hollywood instead of actually living off of the earth. Living what the <laughs> living what the Hollywood makes stories of. Right. Instead of actually you know creating right. true like, life Hollywood. You're stories. the heroes of our life, but yeah. you just live a fantasy. I think that's more what it is. It's not even that he hates the people. It's that we work up to people that aren't actually doing anything. If the lights go out and we don't have movies, are these people going to save us? No. no. Yeah, well, yeah. He's, it, it's a whole... Um, Let's wipe them away. <laughs> Let's wash them into the fucking ocean. Yeah. Sorry, guy. You got to go. Um, Enema. Self-titled. A hit song in 1996 too. Yeah, it was. There's so many parts to play. I, we've been playing it underneath, so I don't even know what song to to choose. Want to just go from here? Sure. This is 5:20. Actually, you know what? Go to 3:35. There's a drum solo, which they play over again. You know, let's just turn this up. Everyone, the fuck is. Yeah, fuck 
fuck smartly glad I'm with hidden agendas Fuck these dysfunctional, insecure actresses Out. I'm praying the title way. This sounds like a Disney, like Pocahontas. Yeah, it, it went, it like went so not metal. No, just the way he's singing it. Enema. Enema. Again, that was on the radio a lot in 1996. Beautiful. And then we have. Backstreet Boys with I Want It That Way. I want it that way. You know that song's tired. You know that's a good song, though. <laughs> it says so much. Yeah, I want it that way. Try and read between the lines. Anyways, if you're not negative, bro, you're like a positive person, I guess the song isn't for you. All right, bro. All right, we're, we're going to the end here, the final stretch. So, What, what song are we moving to, Charlie? Negative Ions. It's not a real song. We'll play a millisecond of it. Mm-hmm. Negative Ions. These are oxygen atoms charged with an electra, extra electron. They increase serotonin, help with depression, stress, boost energy. They're molecules. Fitter, happier. They are action of pounding surfaces during waterfalls, beaches. Do you immediately after ever thunderstorms. Read a chemistry book. You will know what Too many I negative icons. Positive feelings Positive after a thunderstorm. Feelings. Increase serotonin, depression, stress. Exercise. Energy. Molecules. Getting eight hours of sleep action a night. of pounding services. Reading books. Waterfalls, beaches, Doing immediately after ups. thunderstorms. Drinking Too lots many of negative water. ions. Oxygen atoms charged with extra or lost electron. Do increase serotonin, depression, ups. stress, boost energy. Eating lots of kale. Or too many molecules. Action of pounding surfaces. Antioxidants. Waterfalls, beaches, immediately after thunderstorms. Chromosomes. Third eye. See, I think drugs have done some good things for us. I really do. And if you don't believe drugs have done good things for us, do me a favor. Go home tonight, take all your albums, all your tapes, and all your CDs and burn them. Because you know what, the musicians who made all that great music that's enhanced your lives throughout the years? Real fucking high on drugs. <laughs> Realize that all matter is merely energy condensed.
again to a slow vibration that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There's no such thing as death. Life is only a dream with the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. To a song, if I've ever heard one. Yeah, there's a there's some Bill Hicks. Uh, some Bill Hicks right there for you. This is the end of the album, folks. Third Eye. Um, they start off very psychedelic, Pink Floyd. Um, they go into a couple of Bill Hicks bits about worn drugs, worn uh, personal choice. That's what it really is. One of the greatest quotes. If you're a young man, you will realize. Uh, today, a young man on acid realize that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration. We are all one consciousness experiencing self subjectively. And there is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream. We are the imagination of ourselves. Here's George with the weather. George. Hey guys, uh, here's the weather here. Uh, it's not a war on drugs, it's a war on personal freedom. Keep that in mind at all times. And that's what this song is about. You know, I don't really know what else to say. Just, it's about acid. It's about opening up the pineal gland. The whole thing. It's is... a third eye on your fucking forehead. Yeah, what are we going to try to explain it? Do some acid. On your own time. Not on our time. Don't listen to acid on this podcast. I will say... Um, Listen to their live album, Salival. We'll post it. We'll post this version, and we'll post Push It. I think those two live versions are actually better than the recorded versions, which is crazy to say, but they're that good off a live band. Mm -hmm. So listen to those. Uh, I mean, I like how the song starts off as a heartbeat. You got Bill Hicks. It's, uh, it's got that swooshing sound going on with Pink Floyd. Uh, intro. I mean, the song is just about finding yourself, reuniting yourself, opening up into, to the entire spectrum beyond what life is. Uh, we've evolved to. There's another spectrum beyond that. Uh, it's. I know this sounds retarded, but just you, you're stuck in a social, social and cultural condition, um, and it's only up to you to, to stretch beyond that. If you want to experiment with yourself. That's, that's your choice. If you don't, well, you missed out. Sorry. Prying open my third eye. Uh, 
Remember, beliefs are dangerous. Beliefs allow the mind to stop functioning. A non-functioning mind is clinically dead. Believe in nothing. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. <laughs> uh, actually, no, I do want to go to one part. Uh, this, the, the song is too epic. Yeah. I don't know what part. 926, George. Can we go there? Stupid. 926. Yeah, hey, I'm writing a shorter song, fuckheads. Get it? All right. I like that it's Good. prying open my third eye, not opening my third eye. Prying, it's like, no. Here you go. You're going to fucking experience this now. Yeah. And, Whether and you like it or not, your third eye is open now, motherfucker. Yeah. And you better fucking. I want to stop, daddy. I want to go back home. No, 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 no. no. You're pr I'm prying this fucking thing, and you're going to see this with your third eye. He took the blue pill. But then there's a nice quote where he said, you take LSD, but then you try to get back there normal. That's the quest. However that is. If you just take LSD all day, you're just going to be another nincompoop. Yeah. Nice word. I know. I just want to throw that in there. Such a nincompoop. I know well, a lot of nincompoops that have taken all the time. You can call yeah. them a nincompoop every now and then. So I hope we helped you uh, make your life better. You're welcome. Yeah, I think uh, I think with the help of Tool, we finally used uh, something as a medium in, in, in achieving um, some sort of enlightenment, some sort of spiritual enlightenment. We hope that you would um, find some friends that you love dearly and you trust, and you can find a place in, in, in your life, in your, in your area, that you can sit and spend maybe 10 to 12 hours, take some LSD, and, and, and Charlie are telling you, Charlie and I are telling you this as people who haven't done LSD in well over a couple of years, a year, but yeah. you have to experience it one time in your life. I've done it, Charlie's done it many times, I've also done it many times. I'm 10 years younger than Charlie, and I'll have a couple more experiences in my life, but I don't need to do it all the time. But if you haven't done it, there, you need to pry open your third eye. And that's not that's not necessarily what Tool's always trying to say, but I guess that's what we're telling you now. And you haven't quite experienced what everything, and not, neither have we, but there's something extra in psychedelics. It just makes you realize, oh, I don't know anything. I don't know anything, and there is Cute. not there is importance in knowing that. Yep, that's it. Once you can acknowledge that you don't know anything, and you're religions don't either, a, and religions don't, nobody who and hasn't your mom done and this, your dad. If you take LSD and you decide that you want to start a religious cult about Jesus or Muhammad or Allah or or whoever the fuck, you have you're not. That's never happened. You might feel you like might you're start Jesus. a cult. Sure, you might feel like sure. you're Jesus. I felt like it. But fuck you. But fuck. But fuck you. That thus concludes Tools 1996 so what, the, epic. The. Uh, the, the final kind of overall theme is butt fuck yourself. Deep thoughts with Jack Handy. Butt fuck yourself. Butt fuck your ego. Butt fuck your spirituality. Butt fuck your. Butt fuck your third eye.
drop some acid, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for listening. See, I think drugs have done some good things for us. I really do. And if you don't believe drugs have done good things for us, do me a favor. Go home tonight, take all your albums, all your tapes, and all your CDs and burn them. Because you know what? The musicians who made all that great music that's enhanced your lives throughout the years? Real fucking high on drugs. <laughs>
shrouding all the ground around me? Is this holy crow above me? Black as holes within a memory. Blue as our new second sun. I stick my hand into the shadow. And pull the pieces from the sand. I attempt to reassemble Suggest who I might have been I do not recognize the vessel But the eyes seem so familiar Like phosphorescent desert buttons Singing one familiar song